Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Clockwork Cantina. I am one of your hosts, Josh902. And this is our co-host. Hello, I'm DT3. What's up, everybody? Hello, What's hello. up, everybody? If you hear uh, a loud sound in my background, it's because uh, uh, somebody has decided to mow the lawn at the worst possible moment. Um, but I don't think it's coming through it might be i have no anyway um welcome to episode 68 of clockwork cantina terrific tunes will be our subject for the second half of the show um and we're gonna hit the the good number next episode <laughs> um, but hope everybody's doing well today um, Daniel, how are you doing today? Are you doing well, my friend? I'm doing good. We got a lot of news to talk about this week, man. There's a lot, there's a lot happening. All but, right, uh, there's a lot happening, before... boys and girls. But before we, before we do the news, we usually talk about what we've been up to this past week. So, Daniel, you go first and go ahead and tell us what you've been up to. As usual, uh... Games and movies, man. That's that's how that's how it is usually. Uh, so let's start off with uh, played played a bit of Fall Guys. Uh, finished Tomb Raider on stream, the first one that was pretty good. Uh, and then I started the new Tomb Raider, or not the new one, the second one. The second one in the new trilogy, if, if that makes sense, Rise of the Tomb Raider. So I beat Tomb Raider the 2013, started the second one. Um, watched Captain America the First Avenger. That rewatched that one. That was that, that movie's great. I love it. Always always fun to rewatch that one. Uh played a bit of DD Chronicles of Mistara, which is an older uh, type game, but it was pretty fun. I could beat him up type type deal. Uh played a bit of CSGO because whenever I feel like just shooting stuff, I play that. Uh I tried for the very first time ever uh, the Canadian delicacy that is ketchup chips, and uh, they're they I, I like them. Um, what I will say about those is, if you like ketchup, you'll like them. If not, then you won't. Simple as that. They're pretty good. Um, we watched Iron Man three. Because we watched some of these MCU movies because there was a friend who hadn't seen them. So we're like, oh, let's throw them up. Check them out. Iron Man 3. Not my favorite movie, but not the worst one either, I think. Um, watched, obviously, the new episode of Falcon Winter Soldier, episode 2, which was great. I enjoyed it. Looking forward to talking about all these episodes when, we're, uh, wrapped them, when, we, when we've wrapped them up. That'll be fun to discuss. Uh played uh some vermintide 2 uh and some battlefront 2 which was uh fun i just felt like playing those games more recently there's double xp in battlefront 2 so i'm like you know what let's hop on here and you know get that get that double xp going here and then vermintide is just it's the game that i like to play every once in a while so probably i'll probably probably be playing more of that this week as well uh, played some golf with your friends. That was fun. I streamed it myself on Friday. 
and that was a good time. And then I played it again yesterday with another streamer friend who played it, and then I part partook in that. And that was that game's always a good time. Uh, and then uh, I watched the uh, the first three episodes of Invincible, the Amazon uh, animated uh, superhero show, and it is it is incredible. I cannot stress to you guys enough how phenomenal that show is. I really enjoyed it. I figured I, I would like it. I figured I would like it, but I didn't think I would. I didn't think I was gonna like it as much as I did. That show is great. Everybody should check that out. That show is awesome. Yeah, so definitely strong, go give that a shot if you haven't already. Strong recommendations from like all of us that saw it over the past uh, the other day, what, a couple days great. ago. Yeah, it was yeah. good. And then to cap it off here, I rewatched Terminator One and Two because you know, yeah, great movies. And again, had a friend who hadn't seen them, so check them out. Every time I watch the future stuff, I'm like, man, I want to play. I want to play in that 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 that, uh, <laughs> that sandbox because it's so cool. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty much that's pretty much what I've been up to. I'll be continuing uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider tomorrow, so that'll be fun. All right, pretty dope, pretty dope. Um. I watched uh, one night when I couldn't sleep. I just turned it on because I hadn't seen it in a long time. I think I even told you, Daniel, that I hadn't watched it in a while. It was Iron Man 1. Uh, I hadn't watched it in a while, so it was good to go back and watch it again. Um, I also watched Iron Man 2. Uh, so I watched both of those. It was a lot of fun. I hadn't seen them in a, in a little bit, so it was good to go back and, and watch them again. Um... I also watched Invincible. Echo everything that Daniel said about it. It was pretty good. Pretty, pretty, really damn good. So check that out if you haven't seen it. And then I checked out a couple games as well. Uh, and one other show. Uh, I'll talk about the show first. So I checked out Dota's Dragon's Blood, which is that new uh, Netflix anime. I watched the first episode uh, like yesterday. And then I watched it again yesterday, last night on Discord. Uh, um, so I watched the first episode twice, and it's really good. It's more mature than I expected, including having like um, cursing. There's a lot of cursing, more than I was expecting. Um, and uh, there was like a, a uh, like an adult sex scene in it that I wasn't expecting that well not a sex scene didn't happen in it but like it was like the aftermath and I was I wasn't expecting that out of a show that was based on Dota uh, or not based on Do well yeah based on Dota stuff but like Dota doesn't have a story but based on those characters um uh so if that's something that's up your alley I actually recommend checking it music music and action pretty good uh only eight episodes and I think they're 30 minutes an episode or like the last one the first one was like 28 minutes so it'd be a quick watch for anybody that was interested in that Strong, strong recommendation. Wasn't expecting uh, what I got and actually enjoyed it. So uh, I plan on finishing that up and I'll let you guys know how the rest of that is once I do. Um, I checked out a game called Cartel Sim uh, Cartel Tycoon, not Simulator. Oh my God. <laughs> Tycoons and Simulators. I get them mixed up. Let me tell you the exact amount of time I played this because I haven't played it since I played it that night. Um... I played, I played about three, almost four hours of Cartel Tycoon. So let me read to you what it is about. Um, Cartel Tycoon is a survival business sim inspired by the 80s narco trade. 
Expand and conquer, fight off rival cartels and evade the authorities, earn people's loyalty, and strive to overcome the doomed fate of a power-hungry drug lord. Um, and it was actually pretty fun. There's some things that are a little wonky. It's still in early access, so they're still working on it. Some of the balancing is a little is a little off. Um, when did this come out? This came out March 18th, so it came out uh, like a couple weeks ago, and I just picked I it up last week. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and and gave it a go. Um, I had a good time with it. Uh, I'll probably go back until they patch it some more and play it some more. Um, if you don't let the thing like the profiting off off cartels thing kind of bother you, um, it's an interesting game. Um, and I had fun playing it. Um, and then I went back over the weekend. And played some Total War Three Kingdoms, um, which I haven't played in a little bit, in a little bit because of uh, uh, they've been having a lot of DLC and stuff come out for it, and I haven't played in a while, a long time. Um, so I picked one of the new characters. I think uh, new newer characters since I played anyway it was I think it was Liu Liu Chen Liu Chong. Is it Liu Chong? It is Liu Chong. He's the prince. Of Chen. That's what it was. Um, uh, to me, this is still one of my favorite Total War games. They're still coming out with DLC for it. Um, and all this, all the, all this other little cool stuff. I started another game, Daniel, last... Uh, the night before last. Playing your boy Lu Bu. Lu um, Bu. There you go, man. Lu Lu Bu is an interesting... See, they gave him his own faction now, which they hadn't done when I had played. He'd just... Before, if you wanted to play as Lu Bu, he'd have to be, like, wandering into your kingdom, or you'd have to be playing, like, the Dong Zhou uh, campaign and then, like, kill him and let Lu Bu take over. Lu Bu now has his own faction start, which is in, like, its own little uh, later years. And he starts off... Lu Bu is strong, okay? Uh, because... Um, when I was playing as him, like any battle that like it'll come up and be like, all right, you don't really have a chance of winning this, right? But anytime that happens with Lu Bu, if you fight the battle manually and let Lu Bu go to town, you will win every fucking battle because he kills everybody. That that dude has a bigger body count than smallpox. Okay, like the dude has killed so many people in my game. Lu Bu is a monster on the battlefield. Um, and he starts out in like a really shitty position too, and I've since conquered um uh, quite a bit with Lubu, and he has his own he has a mechanic where he gets like prestige for fighting people. He has a kill list of people he wants to fight, and if you fight those people on the battlefield, he gets like prestige, he gets like buffs and stuff it's he's he's very interesting to play as um but yeah. Uh, to totally, if you haven't ever played any of the Total Wars and you like, like, Dynasty Warriors, totally check out, like, the Total War Three Kingdoms. It's a lot of fun. Um, like I said, uh, uh, my first run I was playing as, uh, Liu Chong, and it, it took me a little bit to get kind of rolling with him. Uh, I eventually won the game with him. I became Emperor of China with him. Um. Now all of China knows you're here. Exactly, right? And then, like, so, like, it starts off... I, I got started off slow and was fighting the Yellow Turban Rebellion for, like, 
70 to 80 turns. Anybody that's ever played Dynasty Warriors knows these dudes uh, <laughs> or or knows anything about that that time period. When I finally beat them, I had conquered so much of their land that I was in a pretty good position to start just taking over everything. So I started uh, declaring war. I, like I, I, The moment I was done with the, to- the, tur- the Yellow Turbans and had defeated them, I turned on uh, Yuan Xiao, who seemed weaker in this game. I know like they rebalanced him. He used to be able to just have, he'd just be unstoppable. But I, I think he got stopped by the Yellow Turbans really early on, so he never got strong. So I just wiped him out really quickly. And then I just I just took over. I, I destroyed everybody I came across at that point. Nice. Um, uh, it's it's a fun game. I love it. Love it a lot. I'll probably do some more. Uh, I'll probably play some more of it later today, actually. And then uh, other than that, other than that, a lot of the movies Daniel watched, I also watched like Terminator and all that stuff, which was fun. Um, but let is that is all I've been up to. So we should hit some of this news because we got quite a bit of it, and and get through that. So, Daniel, if you want to start us off. Yeah. Sure. Let's go ahead and start off with the news. Uh, first up, as always, we go to the game of news. Uh, the first thing we got here is uh, something that if you're a, if you, uh, you know, if you're a, a gamer, then then I'm sure you use Discord a whole lot. And uh, if that's the case, then this may be of interest to you because Microsoft is in talks to purchase uh, Discord for uh 10 uh 10 billion dollars um which let me this link is not this link is acting up but anyway okay microsoft has talked to buy discord for more than 10 million dollars so microsoft is in talks to acquire discord for more than 10 billion dollars uh according this, this is according to bloomberg uh, Discord has been talking to potential buyers, and uh, the software giant Microsoft is in the running, but no deal is imminent. Um, uh, Discord is more than likely to go public than sell itself, one person said. Uh, representatives from Microsoft and Discord declined to comment. Uh, but uh, yeah, th- this could be uh, this could be interesting for those of us who use Discord. Uh, but as a quote from uh, Bloomberg's intelligence analyst, My- Matthew Kenterman, he says, uh, Microsoft possibly acquiring Discord makes a lot of sense as it continues to reshape its gaming business more f- toward software and services. Um, there's a big opportunity to bundle Discord's premium offering Nitro into the Game Pass service to drive more subscriptions from the last reported 18 million. Uh, after Microsoft's recent $7.5 billion purchase of ZeniMax Media Inc., owner of the Zelda uh, of Zelda Scrolls, the Elder Scrolls, Jesus, and Doom publisher Bethesda Softworks, an acquisition of Discord would signal the Redmond Washington-based software giant's willingness to keep investing in its video game unit. Uh, we expect Xbox to remain uh, acquisitive to keep bolstering the value of proposition in of Game Pass and drive subscriptions higher. Uh, so yeah, this could be, uh, this could be interesting. Yeah. Um, like, uh, like I said, you know, it makes some of that, that the nitro in with the, with the game pass, 
Um, I know with the, the we've been dealing with COVID for like two years, right? At this point, or, or that we're on our second year of dealing with it. Yeah, um, about a year. We've been doing it for about a year, but yeah, that's what I mean. Uh, and, and we're in our second year of dealing with it now. Um, the uh, the uh, communications uh, with each other over long distances, Discord has been <clears throat> has been truly helpful with all of that. Um, uh, uh, stuff. So I I was I was listening to some other podcasts earlier that were like, yeah, what if they what if they uh, mix this in where you can just get an invite to a game like super easy or like say you have a large community like Sea of Thieves that's on Xbox, but you also have a large community of it that's on PC, right? Well, they can communicate with each other. They can join games off each other using Discord and stuff like that. There's a lot of uh, good things that could come out of this as long as Microsoft doesn't fuck it up. Uh, which I don't necessarily think they would fuck it up, personally. Uh, what else you got, Daniel? Or is there is there anything more you want to add onto the Discord stuff? No, no, no. That's that's all. Gotcha. What's next? Moving on. Uh, there's a report that Sony is looking to close the PS3 and PS Vita stores for good this summer. It won't be accessible from devices or anywhere. Uh, there was a report that was published last Monday that said the PlayStation Store for Sony's PlayStation 3, PlayStation Vita, and the PlayStation Portable will close for good in July and August, making digital copies of games on those platforms unavailable for purchase from then on. Uh, the gamer, citing unnamed sources familiar with the matter, said that the PS3 and PSP stores will close on July 2nd, and the PS Vita storefront will shut down August 27th. Uh, Vita and PS3 games are, for now, accessible through the PlayStation Store app on both units. Those platforms are not searchable from the PlayStation Store's website and haven't been there uh, since a not-well-liked redesign in October. <laughs> uh, but Sony started phasing out the PS3s over several regions between 2015 and 2016, before formally discontinuing the console in 2017. Uh, the PS Vita, which launched in the winter of 20, 2011 and 2012, was shut down in March 2019. Uh, the closure of the PlayStation Store presents more of an issue for PS Vita users, considering how many of that platform's notable games were indie developed and sold online. Direct backward compatibility from the PS3 to PS4 and PS5 is not available in the way that the 360 games are supported on the, on the Xbox One and the Xbox Series X. Uh, but PS4 ports of some PS3 games are available as separate products, and still other PS3 PS2 games are streamable on modern consoles from the PlayStation Now subscription service. So yeah, this kind of sucks from for uh, you know people who uh, still have uh, still use their old you know PlayStation devices. Yeah. Um. Sucks uh, for those people that still use those things, or will even like go back and play them, right? Because there's plenty yeah. of people I've seen on Twitch that'll go back and play things on their original platforms, uh, or were only available on that particular platform and never had like a remaster or anything like that. Definitely su sucks for people that have Vitas. I never had one. I always kind of wanted like the, one of the PlayStation handhelds, you know, back when they made them, but um. 
Yeah, sucks sucks for those folks that 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 still play with those things or want to go back and mess with those things on Twitch. But I'm sure somehow, some way, gamers will find a way. Like they always do. Life somehow uh, finds a way. Right? Yeah. So, uh. It'll suck for a little while, but then I'm sure somebody will come up with something that will make it possible for them. Hopefully, to get right? Yeah. And then, like, yeah. I guess in the meantime, if you if this is gonna affect you in some way, you might as well fucking if you don't have the stuff you want download, you you better get, get it now and download yeah. that right now. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. And again, this is all the reports, so I mean, I don't know if it's I don't know if it's been confirmed now or not, but you know, better to be safe than sorry, I suppose. I have seen it on Twitter in multiple places, so. Definitely start make the, sure you get your stuff. Yeah. Start prepping everyone for that if it affects you in any way. Um anyway. Moving on. The Left for Dead-esque game Back for Blood uh has been delayed until October twelfth. Uh the Twitter account of said game tweeted out. In an image that says, uh, Turtle Rock Studios is working hard to make Back for Blood the best game it could possibly be at launch, and the team needs more time to do this. Therefore, we will release Back for Blood on October 12, 2021. We thank our community for its continued support and are excited to share that there will be an open beta this summer. So that's pretty cool. That's cool. I like Turtle Rock. It's good that they're yep. uh, taking feedback that they got during their... Uh... Was it an alpha or a beta or whatever they got this, it was, this past I, little deal? I believe it was an alpha a couple months ago, and I, yeah. I got to participate in that, and it was pretty fun. I mean, yeah, it felt like a Left 4 Dead game. Uh, yeah, so the, that they added their own, you know, things onto. Um, so yeah, if you're into that kind of style of game, then this is gonna be for you for sure. Yeah, I like the I like the Turtle Rock devs. They're cool folks. Um, they make so cool yeah, they, shit. <laughs> The game was originally supposed to come out on June 18th, but they, again, are pushing it back to October 12th. So there you go. Plus, we'll get to play it on Halloween now. (laughs) Yeah, it it makes more sense, right? Yeah. But uh, it'll be for release on PS5, PS4, Xbox Series X and S, Xbox One, and PC. So almost everything. I know I can speak for Daniel when I say, as big Left 4 Dead fans, we're looking forward to this game. So. Oh yeah, oh yeah, uh, for sure, for sure, for sure. I'll definitely, yeah. definitely be playing that. Uh, the next piece of news we have here is uh, something that I know Josh is very passionate about. Yeah. And that is Kickstarters, and uh, there's a Warcraft and Starcraft co-creator whose name is Chris Metzen. He's creating and building a brand new world using the rules of D and D. Ouroboros, Coils of the Serpent, will be arriving on Kickstarter April 20th. Um, And yeah, this is going to be a Kickstarter. There's a video here, Josh, if you'd like to throw that up. Oh, here it is at the bottom. And then we'll talk about uh, this after the video, but... It's going to go up here. Then there we go. So yeah, it's called Uroboros, Coils of the Serpent. Yes. So Chris Metzen is the creative director. Um, For those of you that don't know, um, so Metzen is like 
was like the big dude. One of the big dudes at Blizzard for many, many years. And probably one of the people I was like, I was really inspired by and like that worked there. He's the voice of Thrall. So I know Daniel knows exactly who Chris Metzen is. Like he's the, 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 the voice actor of a lot of World of Warcraft characters. Um, and just all around, I like, I just like him. You know, like there's, there's people in the industry that you just like. And Chris Metzen is one of those people that I just, I just like. Um, so like a few months ago, I think we even talked about him on the Kickstarter, uh, not on the Kickstarter, on the Cantina podcast previously where he had started up this War Chief gaming uh, deal. And this is going to be like their first product, which is pretty, pretty cool. Concept art looks pretty great. Yeah. Um, I uh, From what I understand about this is that this is all based on Metzen's, like, his early D&D games world. He's just turning it into a, a source book that they will be kickstarting with, you know, new ancestries, new items, new spells, all the stuff that comes with source books that they make. So I have already... I've already set my Kickstarter to remind me, and we threw it in. We threw it on here because uh, well, we're big on tabletop RPGs and D and D, and not just D and D, but things like City of Mist. Any of that tabletop stuff, we're into it. So, um, and since uh, since I know I'm a big fan of medicine, like I definitely want to get his get his info out there to everybody. So, yeah, the character art looks great. Yeah, let me show off some of that art. Um, got some tattoos here. But yeah, it's coming to Kickstarter on April 20th, which is a little less than That's a month. Great. You can check them out at unleashouroboros.com. Uh, yeah, check that out. Yeah, uh, and there's more info over on this polygon article that I will link in the chat for you guys. Yeah. So, welcome to Lawbrand. Ouroboros Coils of the Serpent is a 5e campaign setting by Chris Metzen and Warchief Gaming. The first release in this universe, Worldbook Lawbrand, is based on the role-playing campaign that Chris ran with his childhood friends in the 80s and 90s, before heading to Blizzard to work on worlds such as Warcraft, Starcraft, and more. As a 5e compatible sourcebook, World World Book Lawbrand gives players and GMs all the tools they'll need to create their own adventures in this epic fantasy world. Will you tame the world or shatter it? Hell yeah. So of course they got you know, like the monsters, factions, locations. Bunch of cool uh they got some subclasses like Wildkeeper and you know new races Assad and yeah, go go check the website out. They got a lot of cool information on there that is too much to read, and, and you should. And look at the book. Anyway. Look, here's the cover of the book. The cover looks dope. I it like it. Really it does look cool. <laughs> um, so I would be getting my hands on this probably. You'll see it on my shelf the moment it's made and shipped to me. <laughs> yeah, it, it it does look pretty cool. <laughs> Definitely looks pretty dope. This is gonna be one of those ones that I can. <laughs> This is gonna be one of those Kickstarters that's like done within like the first day. I bet. Right. Yeah, it's gonna be fully funded. This will be stretch goals. Yeah, this will be stretch goals exactly. 
but yeah, it looks cool. And uh, you know, like Josh said, we like uh, we like D and D and role playing and all that kind of stuff. So definitely shouting this game out because it looks pretty fucking rad. Hell yeah! All right, Daniel, what's next? Uh, the last thing I have here, I don't know if you have more, but the last thing I have on here is a little, 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 small two minute presentation, uh, from the future game show of uh, Kina Bridge of Spirits. Uh, so yeah, we got some exclusive footage provided by Ember Lab that we can check out here, right here, real quick. Mm-hmm. Quick little two minute one. But I know we're we're very much looking forward to this game. We are. I'm definitely interested this game in this. Looks rad. It always looks like one of those um uh movies. You know, it makes me think of Kubo and the two strings and Yeah, I mean the and it's stuff just, like it that. Looks, it looks like it's gonna be really fun too, like the gameplay and stuff. Like I'm about it. Yeah. Those little like creatures that you travel with, yeah, kind of like I know we mentioned this before, but they're very much like Pikmin. Mm-hmm. That kind of that kind of deal. So, and then the mask—that's cool, dude. I like that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna be curious to see how that stuff works, like how the mask works in game, and I mean, and the game, the, it's just pretty. It's just yeah, pretty it's a very looking. pretty looking game. And then the weapon, mm-hmm. like, you can make it into, like, not only is it a stat, but you can make it into, like, a bow and stuff, too, I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. From, uh... Yeah. yeah it's just a... I also like how the world is, like, covered in, like, darkness, and then, like, you have to, like, pretty much, like, clean it up, right? Like, you see here, like, it's kind of dark, and then, like, it like brightens up after you do something. Yeah. So that's pretty neat too. Yeah, it looks yeah, cool, it man. Looks, I'm excited for this. It does. It really does. The enemies look pretty cool too. Like they there seems like there's a pretty interesting uh variety and then Yeah, I, uh... the NPCs look like they're interesting, and I um uh, can't wait yeah, to, to dive into that and see what the story is all about. August twenty fourth, August twenty fourth of this year on the PS five, PS four, and the Epic Game Store. Hell yeah, I know we'll be playing that. All right. What is next, my friend? That's it for the game news, right? That's it for the gaming news, unless you got something for it. I don't think there's anything, unless something's broke, like, within the last uh, hour, but I don't think so. Not, if not, that's fine. We got plenty of TV. Uh, the one thing I have here is that Terraria finally gets Steam Workshop support <sighs> after being on there for years. For years? So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, but other than that, no, there's nothing. So if you want to continue on, please do. All right, yeah, we got some. Uh, we got a lot of uh, TV news, starting with, uh, The Witcher from Netflix casting seven more actors for key roles in season two. Uh, we have, uh, Ajoa Ando, who is in the role of Neneke. Uh, she's the priestess of uh, Melitele and the head of the Temple of Melitele. 
We have uh, Cassie Clare, who was going to be in the role of Philippa Eilhart, uh, advisor to Renania's King Rizumir II and leader of the Lodge of Sorceresses. Uh, this casting was already reported by several fan sites, but it was uh, confirmed by Netflix, finally. And we have Liz Carr portraying Fen. Fen is a partner in a law firm and uh, detective agency in Dorian. And then we have Simon Callow playing the role of Codringer, Fen's partner. Uh, we have Graham McTavish, who is uh, the character of Dijkstra, the master spy and head of special forces for the Kingdom of Redania. And then we have Kevin Doyle as uh, Balian, uh, another previously reported role on uh, or reported role on fan sites and being confirmed for the first time. Uh, this is a new character. Uh, we have Chris Fulton playing the role of Rinse, a mage who was instructed to find Ciri after she disappeared during the slaughter of Sintra. And then uh, the season two storyline is, uh, uh, well, I won't get into that because that might be a little bit spoilers. But yeah. there's a there's, there's a little bit of a uh, a little bit of a, a synopsis or, or little little bit of information is regarding to what's going to be happening in season two. But if you guys don't want to know, I will not say that. But it's there. Uh, and then other other actors previously reported joining the cast, as we know from the past, are Yasin Natur as Cohen, Agnes Bourne as Verena, Hall Bouillon as Lambert. Basil Eisenbenz as Eskel, uh, Aisha Fabienne Ross as Lydia, Christopher uh, Hivju as uh, Nivellen, and uh, Messia Simpson as Francesca, and finally Kim Bodinia as Vesemir. Uh, so there you go. We got we got quite a bit of uh, new people uh, cast for season two. Mm-hmm. For The Witcher. All right. Which I I think we should be getting The Witcher season two sometime this fall, if I'm not mistaken. So that's pretty uh pretty exciting because we didn't have The Witcher at all last year. It kind they kind of took a uh, a year off, you know, after uh yeah releasing in 2019. But uh, next up, if we're done with that. Yeah, let's uh, hit the next piece. Uh, we have, as most of you know, who, who follow Marvel, you know that there is an upcoming uh, Hawkeye TV series. And uh, what's interesting about that is that apparently there's already a Hawkeye spinoff series about a deaf Marvel superhero in the works. So this spin Hawkeye spinoff series is centering the character Echo uh, and it's an early development with Eaton, Eaton Cohen and Emily Cohen set to write and produce. Uh, Echo, a.k.a. Maya Lopez, is a deaf Native American superhero who has a talent to imitate any opponent's fighting style. She has also been in the circles of Daredevil, Moon Knight, and the Avengers. Hawkeye is set to debut later this year with Jeremy Renner reprising his Avengers Archer. Haley Steinfeld as Hawkeye's protege, Kate Bishop. Vera Farmiga as her mom, Eleanor. Florence Pugh reprises her role of assassin Yelena Belova. And uh, Fra, Free, Fra Fee plays villain clown Kazi. Tony Dalton is uh, Hawkeye's mentor Jack Duquenze. And Zahn McLaren is William Lopez, Echo's dad. Uh, 
Uh, Hawkeye takes place like WandaVision and Falcon the Winter Soldier post Avengers Endgame. So yeah, pretty cool. This is a uh, this is gonna be interesting because uh, I've heard of the character of uh, Echo, so I know a little bit about this character, but I don't know a whole lot. So it'll be interesting to, you know, get to know more about this one. And it's it's crazy mm-hmm. how they're already doing a spinoff on Hawkeye, and we don't even have that show out yet. That's just, yeah. it's just cool, huh? how the development process of that kind of stuff goes. So I'm it's, excited it's, though. I'm all, it's I'm dope. All about it. It's dope. And I definitely expect just, just more of it. Right. Of just more spinoffs. Like, like oh, yeah. uh, Disney plus really loving them shows and really love people watching them and really loving those subscriber numbers. They want to get them up so they can slowly raise the price $1 at a time to make a bazillion more dollars. Um, in terms of, uh, Hawkeye, you know, I'm excited for this. I love, uh, Hawkeye is one of my absolute favorite characters. Um, but I also am looking forward to meeting Echo because I don't know anything about uh, that character. Um, so it will be my first foray. And I love learning about new heroes and new characters. So I can't wait. Yeah. Cool. Cool, 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 what cool, is cool. next? Next, we have uh, some... A Keanu Reeves comic called Berserker uh, to become a movie and an anime series for Netflix. Well then. So Keanu Reeves will star in the adaptations of the hit comic published by Boom Studios. Keanu Reeves' comic Berserker is getting the full Netflix treatment. Uh, the streamer has picked up rights to the Boom Studios comic uh, whose first issue hit shelves only two weeks ago and is developing it as a feature adaptation as well as an anime spinoff. Reeves will star in both projects as well as produce. Also producing are Ross Ritchie and Stephen Christie for Boom Studios along with Stephen Hamill of Company Films. Uh, Berserker is a brutally epic saga about an immortal warrior's 80,000-year fight through the ages. The man, only known as B, is half-mortal, half-god, cursed and compelled to violence, even at the sacrifice of his sanity. But after wandering the Earth for centuries, B may have finally found a refuge working for the U.S. government to fight the battles too violent and too dangerous for anyone else. In exchange, B will be granted the one thing he desires, the truth about his endless blood-soaked existence and how to end it. The feature will adapt the comic, which is intended to run for 12 issues, while the anime will explore different elements of the Berserker universe. Reeves created the concept and the story, working with artists Ron Garney and Eisner-nominated comics author Matt Kent, who has previously written titles for Marvel, DC, and Valiant, who was behind the creator-owned comic Mind MGMT. So, uh, yeah. The Kiatosons continues! Indeed it does. And this is crazy how the comic only came out like two weeks ago and they're already making it into a movie <laughs> and an anime. It's like, what the hell? That's crazy. Has there okay. ever been... Has there ever been another fucking comic that, like, right immediately upon release gets a movie and a fucking anime series. That's bonkers, dude. I mean, I'm, Keanu, I'm definitely going to be checking this out because I like Keanu. And I like, you know. Look, people see Keanu and they just smell money, right? Like, they're near him. It's like, it's, it's like, ooh, $100 bills. Ooh, all in the face. Let's do it. You know, that's, 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 that's what it's about, really. Like, he's got his name attached to things because he's very, he's very hot, very in demand now. He's kind of like our boy Pedro Pascal, right? He's like, like yeah. Keanu is like wanted in, in 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 like all his 
in all his uh, glory. So, shit. Yeah, Anything Martin, he touches turns to gold at the moment. So Majin brings a point in the chat. It says Spawn, which responds to my question of, has anyone ever had a, had a show in a movie that quickly? I don't remember, but I, I would assume that he's that he's correct on that. But yeah, I mean he's 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 way more educated on it than I am. I have no clue. Yeah. That's interesting though. I'd be curious to see like which which comics like were the soonest to like acquire a movie or a show or something, you know, like that. Mm -hmm. Like upon like immediately releasing basically. So that'd be cool. I'd I'd be curious about checking the the stats on that. But anyway, I'm gonna be checking this out because I like Keanu. So same. And not only that, but I like the, the I, I I'm I'm intrigued by the premise of this. Obviously, I haven't read the comic or anything, but I'm mean, I'm just I'm just going off that like description. Well, um, hell, just the cover the cover looks pretty dope. It does, yeah, it does look pretty cool. Dude looks pretty badass in his full gear. He's got a knife in his chest, some arrows on his arm. You know, okay. All right, all right, all right. I see. But anyway, yeah, that looks pretty cool. Uh, moving on. We're gonna go back. We're gonna take a step back and move uh back into the world of The Witcher, which we were talking about earlier. But this time, this is for the prequel series Witcher Blood Origin. Uh, they've cast Lawrence O'Furain, who will be uh in a lead role. Uh, so as so for those of you who do not remember or do not know, uh, set in an elven world 12,000 years before the events of The Witcher, Blood Origin will tell a story lost to time, the creation of the first prototype Witcher, and the events that lead to the pivotal conjunction of the spheres, when the worlds of monsters, men, and elves merge to become one. Ophirain will star as Fjall, born into a clan of warriors sworn to protect the king, or a king. Fjall carries a deep scar within the death of a loved one who fell in the battle trying to save him. A scar that won't let him settle or make peace with the world, with himself or the world around him. In his quest for redemption, Fial will find himself fighting beside the most unlikely of allies as he ca- carves a path of vengeance across a continent in turmoil. Uh, hmm. So there you go. There's a little bit of a uh, little bit of information on the prequel for The Witcher, the, which is uh, titled The Witcher Blood Origin. So you go. They they got one of their lead characters now. So there you go. Hell yeah, that's cool. I'll, 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 I love The Witcher, and they're telling a story I've never heard before. So I'll check it out. Let's go. Let's go. All right. Uh, The Boys season three has cast Katya Winter to play a cult role from the comics. So Katja Winter has been cast in the an upcoming third season of Amazon's hit series, The Boys. Uh, Winter will uh, be playing an infamous character from the comic books, Little Nina, a, bo- a Russian mob boss with a penchant for sex toys whose death ranks among the comic's most shocking moments. Oh, Lord. The Boys is fun and irreverent take on what happens when superheroes who are popular as celebrities and influential as politicians are revered as gods. So we know what The Boys is about. But anyway, uh, apparently they're casting a pretty big character here from the comics, uh, Little Nina. So we'll, a Russian mob boss. So we'll, 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 see, we'll <laughs> see how this goes. 
Okay. What's next here? Next up, we have uh, Ron Moore. Which we talked about a couple uh, weeks ago, I believe. He's developing a Court of Thorns and Roses fantasy series at Hulu. Uh, the Outlander and Battlestar Galactica showrunner is adapting Sarah J. Moss's best-selling fantasy novels. First, there was a song of ice and fire, then shadow and bow. Now get ready for a court of thrones and roses. Uh, so they're bringing these uh, fantasy novels to life at Hulu. Uh, Moore is writing the pilot, a script deal with significant with a significant penalty if not greenlit the series, along with Moss for a live action series for the streaming service. Twentieth Television will produce the project. Uh, so this is a. Um, series of books that I think I've heard about, but I don't know about. Like I've heard about them, but I don't know the whole lot. But I mean, I put it in here because we like us uh, some fantasy uh, shows and movies and, and all that kind of stuff and, and the material. So I'm curious to see if uh, this, you know, ends up becoming a thing. I'm sure we'll be checking it out. So we're just letting you guys know that this is also a thing. Uh, so we can all check this out together and see how uh, see how it is. It's still, again, still very, very much. They're, they're like very early on. They're still writing the pilot and everything. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll, for me, this is going to be something that I'll keep my eye on. Like uh, Palpatine said to Anakin at, at the end of Phantom Menace, we will watch your career with great interest. Uh, mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, that's that's kind of that's kind of my 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 opinion on it right now. We'll see how it goes. Again, I put it on here because we're all about the we're all about the the fantasy stuff. So you know, I'm very, very I'm intrigued by this, it's, especially since it's like a very you know uh, they say it's a very uh, or they refer to it as a best-selling uh, fantasy series of novels or whatever. Mm -hmm. But yeah. Cool. What's next? Next, we have Marvel's MODOK. Uh, has has revealed that they've cast John Hamm, Whoopi Goldberg, Bill Hader, Nathan Fillion as guest stars. Well, so they'll be joining the stop motion animated Modoc series. Uh, there was a panel at there was a, a panel at the Virtual WonderCon, where show creators Patton Oswalt, who also voices Modoc, and Jordan Bloom revealed several several guest stars and answered some fan questions. Uh. uh -huh. Where apparently, like, they had like fan questions or whatever on video, and then like John Hamm called in himself and he's like, Oh, who's gonna be playing Iron Man? And then Oswald <laughs> replied, Uh, you does, does he know it's him? He recorded it. Uh, so that's that's pretty neat. Uh, that's pretty funny. So, yeah, this this Modoc show is very like robot chicken esque, obviously, stop motion and that kind of deal. Yeah, uh, I think it'll be a, a fun, interesting 
just a fun little stupid neat little little show to check out right like uh it's gonna I, I'll, I'll check it out just why not right yeah it's gonna be releasing all 10 of its episodes on may 21st on again on hulu so uh if that's of any interest to you that's where it's gonna be uh but yeah again that'll that, that'll be fun I, I i i'm gonna i'm gonna check it out i say that but there's like so much other stuff i want to check out too but uh we'll get there we'll check it out <laughs> we will slowly but surely indeed indeed uh the last piece of news i have here is earlier today uh it was tweeted out by the official star wars account that the obi-wan kenobi series is beginning production soon and not only with that, they also tweeted out a cast list of people in, who are joining Ewan McGregor and Hayden Christensen. And uh, it's pretty interesting. So there's a picture here. We have obviously Ewan McGregor returning as Obi-Wan Kenobi. We have Hayden Christensen returning as Vader. Uh, we have Moses Ingram joining the cast. And then we have Joel Edgerton returning as Uncle Owen. And then we have Bonnie Pisse returning as uh, Aunt Beru. And joining the cast, we have Kumail Nanjiani, Indira Varma, Rupert Friend, O'Shea Jackson Jr., which I was like, what? Uh, <laughs> Sung Kang, Simone Kessel, and Benny Safdi. So, uh, yeah, this is this is your cast for the Obi-Wan Kenobi show right here. Very, very interesting. I, to be honest, the one that surprised me the most was O'Shea Jackson. I was like, "What the fuck?" I was like, "What is Ice Cube son doing in Star Wars, bro?" That's so cool. I was like, "That's so cool, man." Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know who. We don't know who any of these people are gonna play, other than the ones that are already that have already been in Star Wars. But uh, yeah, man, that's hey, I, I'm about it. I'm, I'm Obi Wan is my favorite character in Star Wars, so I'm looking forward to uh, checking this show out. Obviously. Yeah, uh, when it comes out, but it's cool that they are finally uh, about to begin production here very soon. So that's that's exciting. Definitely very exciting as a Star Wars fan. And it's a good time to be a Star Wars fan if you like these shows because there's there's some good ones coming and already out there. Oh yeah. Yeah, so that that's exciting. I'm I'm super looking forward to that. Okay. So that that's it for TV news. Or we, we're we're done with that. We, we we're, put we're it in a body on. bag. It's over. On the movie news. So on the movie news, we start off here with more Marvel Disney news that uh, Black Widow has been pushed to July 9th uh, in theaters and on Disney Plus Premiere Access, of course, with additional fees. But we have we have a release date now, July 9th, yeah. Black Widow. We've been waiting on this movie for over a year now. So that's exciting that we finally have a release date. Finally, I've been I've been waiting to watch this forever, so. Mm-hmm. Here it is. About about damn time. Yeah, I'm uh I'm pretty excited. Um remember, I remember watching all those trailers as they were coming out and I was like, I can't wait for this. And then uh the world decided to stop turning and uh but 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 it's in sight now. We have a have a have a goal, an end point. Can't wait to see it. 
right. Uh, we have some DC casting news. We have quite a few casting news for DC. We got a couple of these in a row. Uh, the first one is we have uh, some Shazam Fury of the Gods casting news that Helen Mirren is going to play the villain Hespera in the sequel. Uh, Daughter of Atlas in the sequel of Shazam. Uh, again, Shazam Fury of the Gods is the sequel to the uh, first movie from 2019. Uh, and then uh, we have uh, yeah Helen Mirren joining the cast as Hespera to play the villain he had in the sequel. This is going to be interesting. Because uh, I... As far as I know, has Helen Mirren been in any other? I know she's been like in the Fast and the Furious movies, but has she been in like any other superhero movie or any other type of movie like this? Um, because again, off the top of my head, I know she's been in like some of the Fast and the Furious movies, even though I don't watch those. I know she's been in them. No, I don't. I don't. I can't recall if she's been in like any other type of movie like this that you know I don't, like superhero movie. Some of the big blockbuster movies or whatever. I don't know if it's any of this stuff. I think she's been in like some comic stuff before. I know she was in Red, and I think Red was a comic at one point, wasn't it? I don't know for sure, but could be. I, I don't know. I haven't seen the movie to be honest. But I think this is like her first like superhero one, unless I'm mistaken, which I could be. Um, but that's pretty cool. I like uh, I like Helen Mirren. Uh, and I liked the 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 first Shazam Shazam as well, um, so I'm kind of looking forward to this. A bit. There you go. That's cool. Very cool. Very cool. So there you go, Helen Mirren. That's one of the one of the first uh, DC casting news pieces of casting news we have here. The right. Second one is we have Pierce Brosnan to portray Doctor Fate in the Black Adam movie, joining uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson as obviously the main character. Uh, Black Adam. So I think this is going to be a pretty cool one because he's not somebody I would have thought of for Doctor Fate, but now that he is Doctor Fate, I'm like, okay, I could see it. Yeah, I can see it. This is an interesting one. Yeah, I like uh, I like Pierce Brosnan, James Bond. All right, Doctor yeah. Fate. Doctor Fate just looks cool. Look at him. He looks yeah, I mean, cool. Dr. Fate is, he's, he's always look cool. He's, the character design for Dr. Fate has always been badass. The helmet, like, is pretty iconic, I think. Um, but yeah, uh, we have Aldous Hodge as Hawkman, Noah Centineo as Adam Smasher, Quintessa Swindle as Cyclone, uh, The, the Rock, obviously, as uh, Black Adam, and then now we have Pierce Brosnan joining as... Doctor Fate. Uh, in in some news for the Flash, Ron Livingston is going to replace Billy, Billy Crudup as Henry Allen. Um, I'm going to be honest. I think prior to watching Zack Snyder's Justice League, I wouldn't have cared, probably. But having mm -hmm. seen Zack Snyder's uh, Justice League, it is a bummer that Billy Crudup is not coming back as Henry Allen. Because I thought yeah. he was great. And also, and then just keeping the continuation and the con continuity there, you know what I mean? Like, I, I'm i not a big fan of recasting people unless you absolutely have to or, you know, 
but even then i'm like well i mean i guess in this situation you have to because you have the character of a fucking how do you not have henry allen in the flash movie right but um i don't know i just i just i i really dislike recasting actors personally but i mean i guess you have to do it in this case and the reason why billy crudup is not returning is because i think um scheduling uh conflicts like he's doing other stuff i think when they're wanting to do this so that's 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 a bit of a bummer to be honest because i because i thought he was really good and uh in uh or billy crudup i thought was good and and the other stuff that we've seen like again justice league and and whatnot but uh it's always weird when you have one actor and then you you have somebody else which again this is not this is not to like talk trash about ron livingston because ron livingston's great like if you've ever seen like band of brothers or anything he's he's awesome he's the man Mm -hmm. but it's just weird when you already have one guy and then you're replacing him with another guy and you're supposed to believe that you're supposed to believe that this guy is that same other guy and we've had it in the past like you know with roadie and the mcu and the hulk and the mcu and stuff but like i i don't know man it's just to me it's just it's always weird but it is weird hopefully we can uh you know, hopefully it won't be that bad. But anyway, I just again, I'm just, I'm just like usually not a fan of recastings personally. I'm saying, but yeah, I like Ron Livingston. But but yeah, after if we hadn't seen the Snyder cut, I may not have cared. But now, same as you, I kind of care now because <laughs> I like the Snyder cut and he was good at it. So, um. But yeah. In other news, uh, Sony and PlayStation Productions is developing a Ghost of Tsushima movie with John Wick's Chad Stileski directing. Oh, God, yes. So this right here, when I saw this, as you guys know, I love a Ghost of Tsushima. You guys same. Know Josh, Absolutely same. So we are 150% about this. You got the John Wick director gonna be directing the ghost of tsushima movie bro let's let's fucking go yes you'd be crazy not to it's genius so so excited about this i hope they can do the game justice because the game was Mm -hmm. uh, game to me is a masterpiece i love the game absolutely absolutely. i hope i hope they can they can stick to the game and 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 and, you know make it justice i'm man I'm just picturing that opening scene in the beach in the movie form, and oh lord, oh, oh lord, this 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 game or this this movie should be incredible if they do it right. So yes. I'm all about it. I like Chad Stileski. I like all three of the John Wick movies. I'm very much looking forward to the John Wick four. And yeah, I mean, I, I what can I say, man? This is I'm super excited about this. I, I'm I cannot wait. I cannot wait for this. This is gonna be same. Incredible absolute same i ghost of tsushima you know daniel and i love this shit right we had multiple days of eight plus hour streams 12 plus hour streams of the game um the music is great the visuals are great the characters were fucking great um i hope they can capture all that in 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 movie form and just uh God, I can't. I'm excited. I'm excited for this. I know it's going to be a little while, but the fact that it's being made is is pretty fucking hype. And it's like a no-brainer, too. Like, why wouldn't you do this? Makes perfect sense. 
I mean, the game is already super cinematic, so yeah, it makes mm-hmm. like 100% sense to make it happen. They're obviously going to have I, a black and white version of the movie, too, at the same time, I'm sure. Just like I, just, I just hope that they can they can do it, do it, make it justice, because the game yeah. is just, again, the game to me is a masterpiece, so if they if they make it like anything like that, then we'll it's going to be great. So very, very excited. Again, when I saw this news, I was over the over the fucking moon, dude. I was yeah. super hype, super hype. And then not only that, they're making the movie, but again, the Chad Stileski's directing. Oh, right. Man. Yeah. Cannot wait. Cannot wait. Anyway, moving on. Uh, the Static Shock movie enlists safety writer Randy McKinnon. Uh, Michael B. Jordan and Reginald Hudlin are producing the feature adaptation of the DC hero. Uh, so again, a bit more of uh, information on this Static Shock movie that is happening. Uh, as we know, Static Shock uh, from the uh, very popular animated series uh, centering Virgil Hawkins, a teenager who transforms into a superhero who gains electromagnetic powers after being exposed to strange gas. Uh, the series was noteworthy for being a rare animated show to be headlined by a black character. Uh, the hero made his way into the mainstream DC Comics universe in 2008. But originally, it should be noted that he was uh, in the 1993 Static Number no. 1 via Milestone Comics, a now-defunct company founded by black writers and artists to help make comics more inclusive space which had distribution through DC, but again, now we know Static is DC, so there you go. Yeah. Um, yeah, we like Static Shock, so I'm... I'm Absolutely. I grew up with they've, it. They've uh, enlisted a writer now, so hopefully they, uh, you know, we hear more about this in, in the future, and, and it continues to move forward, because, yeah, we'll, we'll definitely be keeping an eye on that. Speaking of DC news, we have some... We finally got the poster and trailer to the James Gunn's The Suicide Squad. Yep. So I'm gonna uh, show the poster first. Yeah, the poster is right there, which I like the poster. The poster's cool. I, I dig it a lot. I think it's really, yeah, really cool looking. I, I like the colors and you know the the way the characters are positioned and everything. I, it's it's pretty badass. I'm trying to think of yeah. what it makes me think of. We <laughs> have Polka Dot Man, we have uh Rick Flag, King Shark, Bloodsport, Peacemaker, Ratcatcher, and uh, Harley herself. All on the cover. Oh yeah. Then of course down below you have the uh incredible cast of people work you know, of actors on, on this movie. Alright. Let's throw that trailer up now. And then yeah, we have the trailer as well. Which I've already which watched. Which is an official red band trailer. So, yes, and it and I have watched already because if you guys want to check out my initial thoughts and reactions to this, I actually reacted to this trailer the day it came out. So if you want to go ahead and go over to my uh, uh, YouTube, check that out. It's on there. Oh yeah. But yeah, we're gonna throw up the trailer here so Josh can throw it up for you guys again. It's a red band trailer, so it's gonna be a it's gonna have some some stuff in it. Yes. Um, recommend watching it elsewhere 
obviously because we haven't muted on the stream because you know copyright and stuff like that but yeah i mean i'm uh, sure those they're, they're still gonna copyright the footage but you know whatever yeah um the reference footage rather but uh yeah it's a it's, it's pretty cool we have we have the squad trying to rescue harley and harley's already out and she's like oh i can go back inside if you want to you know still rescue me and we see the first official meeting of harley and bloodsport I like the music they have here. They 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 play it along with Michael Rooker's little you know handball, and they're all wearing these orange Crocs along with their jumpsuits. And then you see uh, the bomb being inserted into their fucking heads. Michael Dang. Rooker just looks hilarious. With he the looks wig weird. He looks weird with the wig, right? Because I'm not used to it. It looks weird. <laughs> Throws me off. I'm not saying I hate it or anything like that, obviously. I mean, it's Suicide Squad. This movie's going to be wild. <laughs> but, um... It is Dude, I, I, a little strange. I absolutely love King Shark in this. Yeah. Nom, nom. And... And... <laughs> King Shark is probably going to be my favorite character in this, dude. I can already tell. I don't know. This this little bit with John Cena when they're walking through the jungle is kind of good. I might be a little bit of that character. Oh, the, 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 the bag of dicks line? The bag of dicks, yeah. And then fucking, this uh, looks funny. The thinker up here on the roof. Yeah. I, I As I watched, as I was watching this, I was thinking, I wonder how many of these people are going to die. Because mm -hmm. there's far too many characters. And then there goes John Cena eager to eat dicks. <laughs> and then fucking Ratcatcher, dude. Why would someone put penises all over the beach? <laughs> and then he's like, oh, who knows what Mad Men, why Mad Men do the things that they do. Yeah. Dude, King Shark just ripping apart that guy is great. Yeah, yeah no, it's just... I was surprised. That's why I, was like, Man, kids. I was like, fuck, that's graphic. <laughs> <laughs> uh... It looks good. It looks uh, it looks uh, looks exciting and uh, silly and just fun. And then we got the uh... Uh... fucking fucking Margot Robbie as Harley just is the best, dude. Mm -hmm. She like never fails to be incredible as Harley. Man, talk about. She loves the rain because it's like angels splooshing on them. Like, oh my god, <laughs> incredible, Margot, incredible. Um, and then yeah, then you have the giant fucking starfish, Starro, man. Like that's <laughs> that's. Uh, when I was watching the tra like when I reacted to the trailer on my own, I didn't like, like point it out or anything because I I couldn't, I couldn't remember what the hell that thing was, dude. I was like, what is that? Like, I couldn't remember. I was like. And then, like, Maja reminded me in the comics, like, oh, it's Star. I'm like, oh, fuck, that's what it is. Because I could not remember. I'm like, what the fuck is that? Look, I'm like, what is that? And then, like, you yeah. see it earlier in the trailer, like, with the, the the red, like, you know, suds or whatever. And then, like, because I was, I was looking, I was like, what is that? And then, like, it wasn't until later where I'm like, oh, that's, that's what that is. I'm like, okay. It didn't hit me until afterwards. I'm like, oh, okay. But anyway, that movie looks like a whole lot of fun. I'm very excited. I'm 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 all I'm here for King Shark, man. I can't wait, dude. That's gonna be amazing. Which, by the way, they uh, James Gunn said that Sylvester Stallone is voicing uh, King Shark. Oh so, yeah, you definitely. I definitely heard it, 
in the in the trailer. And uh, it's definitely that's, Stallone. <laughs> that's so good, dude. Uh, I can't wait. I cannot uh, wait. Dude. It's pretty exciting. It's going to be fun. It is. I think the movie comes out in August, so we'll definitely be making a show about that when it comes definitely, out. Definitely. Definitely. Oh, yeah. Uh, in other news, we have a new Transformers movie in the works from the filmmaker of the upcoming Blue Beetle movie, Angel Manuel Soto. Uh, so Marco Ramirez, the showrunner of Netflix of Netflix's Marvel show The Defenders, is set to write the script. Uh, Paramount Pictures has made a blind script commitment to develop a new feature based on the popular Hasbro brand. Marco Ramirez, the showrunner of Net- Marvel's uh, Netflix Marvel show The Defenders, is set to write the script, while Manuel Manuel Soto, who directed last year's teen drama Charm City Kings, is attached to direct. Uh, logline details are being kept deep in the circuits of Cybertron, but it is known that the project is being developed apart from the universe of the main Transformers movies that have been making since 2007. So this is separate from the Michael Bayverse movies. Um, but yeah, there's not a whole lot of details on here, uh, according to the THR uh, article here. But uh, it's an early development, and. Uh, you know, I'm I'm all I'm all for more Transformers movies if they do them right. Like if they do them in the vein of Bumblebee, then I'm about it. You know, like Bumblebee is to me is still the best live action Transformers movie. Um, and I really enjoyed it. I love it. I think it's great. So if they do more stuff like that, then I'm I'm here for it. And then yeah, Angel Manuel Soto is gonna be doing Blue Beetle. So yeah, man, keep showing us what you got, homie. I just I I just want. I just want to watch the war on Cybertron for a whole movie. That's all I want. Like, I think that'd be a lot of fun. I would too, but I mean, I, I think they're they're just too afraid of making movies without human characters. In they it. always want to throw a fucking human being in it. I don't understand. I'm going to relate to the robots just fine. Okay, I grew up with them. I don't need to be in the movie. I just want to watch them kick ass in the movie. Okay, that's all I need. That's all I need. Um, But I, I still love like the transformers like i love bumblebee you know that was a good movie so yeah if they feel the need to throw a human being in there fine but i i personally i'd like just a cybertron war movie what's next next up we have uh the reveal date for the release date rather for black adam because dwayne dwayne johnson uh released the uh date on his instagram yesterday uh, the, the movie will be releasing on July 29th, 2022. So finally, after like a decade of, or more of, <laughs> of wondering if this movie would ever come out, we have a release date. July 29th, 2022. You're getting Black Adam finally. So there you go, Next Josh. year, to, next summer. To, yeah, you don't have to wonder anymore if this movie's ever coming out because it is next I'm year. I'm glad it is. I want it to. I love The Rock and Black Adam's cool. And then Rock is all charisma. Like, it's going to be a... It's probably going to be a hit. You know, something tells me... Something tells me it's going to make a lot of something. money, Daniel. Something, right? Yeah. I don't know I don't what know it what is. It is. <laughs> uh, all right. The last uh, piece of movie that we have here is that Thor Love and Thunder has cast Russell Crowe in the sequel. So Russell Crowe is joining the cast of Thor Love and Thunder. Joining Chris Hemsworth, Natalie Portman, Christian Bale, and many others 
Um, so, hmm. yeah, we have uh, the movie, which is set to release on May 6, 2022. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Again, adding more talent to your movie is always good. So I'm very curious to see what he will be playing in this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't know what he's playing, obviously, but uh, but yeah, I don't know. We'll see. He just has one question I'm for you. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? <laughs> yeah. I love Gladiator. <laughs> I did too. It was a good movie. We need the retro rewatch that one day. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. But anyway, that's the end of the movie news. Hey, that's the end of the movie news. That's though. all. That's all the we're news. Gonna, we're gonna go ahead and take a quick break here, though, guys, and then yeah, we'll let's turn and talk about our main topic, which we'll get into all after. Right. But yeah, we gotta take a quick break. So we'll be we'll be right back, right guys. Back, guys. Uh, as soon as I find my break button. Oh God! One second. Oh, there it is. Be right back. All right, everybody, we are back, I believe. We should be. I'm recording. I unpaused the record. We're good. We're good. Everything's working. Everything's working the way it should be. Are we, are we, are we? All hello, right. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the second half of the show, ladies and gentlemen, where this is all mostly going to be Daniel because he's way more versed in music than I am. <laughs> well, that's, we're, we're, we'll see how this goes, but... <laughs> It's gonna be um this is gonna be an interesting one because again we're gonna be the main topic is is music right however mm-hmm. this is a tricky one to do because i mean a, a big reason why we don't normally talk about music is because it's kind of hard to do so with you know the you know uh dmca and you know copyright and all that other stuff if you play like even a a, a 10 seconds of something or even like five seconds or something they'll they'll get you for that so it's always a little difficult to try and, and talk music um yeah but 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 i guess we'll we'll just start off with like we'll start with some basic questions because these are some questions that I, again that i'm gonna be asking josh some stuff that i don't even that i don't know i mean i, I it, it'll be it'll be interesting it'll be curious to hear um uh, about because I don't know the answers to these questions, so we're, we're just gonna go gotcha. ahead and we're gonna, we're gonna take it easy. We're, we're gonna we're gonna talk about some music. Take uh, it I, easy. Will, will we will we will we play some music? Maybe I don't know. I I I'm not sure. We'll we'll we will see. But uh, for now, we're just gonna start off with some questions, and then uh, we'll go from there. So as all so as as the uh, title of this. Uh, episode of the podcast suggests we are going to be talking about music um okay now i think kind of the vibe that we're going to be going for here is like what is some of the kind of music that you listen to like in your downtime or like let's say you're working on something like for josh would be like let's say he's working on like D prep or um i don't know He's yeah. working on something in general, and you're, and uh, like, like, what's something that you like put on in the background, or you have like pump you up, or anything like that? You know what I mean? Kind of things like yeah, that. So, so, so yeah. for for or go ahead. What were you gonna say? Well, I was just gonna I was gonna answer your question on what I listen to when I do um, uh, like it. prep for like prep stuff for like D and D. I'm very specific, right? So 
Like, it depends on what I'm going for with, like, the vibe of the scene, right? So if I'm, like, if I'm doing, like, a bunch of action-y um, uh, stuff, I listen to shit that kind of, like, pumps you up. But not, like, anything that's, like, super well-known, right? Like, I listen to, like, a lot of, um, I guess what in the music industry would be called, like, scores, right? So, like, a lot of trailer-type yeah. music, a lot of... Yeah. Um, just uh like uh, there's youtube channels that are just full of people that make fantasy uh badass music that you if you weren't streaming your dnd game that you would just put on at home like while you were playing right so it really yeah. depends on what scene i'm i'm going for uh, a lot of the times i'll use a lot of the um uh just heavy action trailer music type stuff and just throw that on in the background i've also tend to throw on like some lo-fi stuff in the background usually when i'm because I can get I get distracted really easily. I'm like that kind of person that gets distracted super easy with anything. Um, so a lot of times, like lo-fi, just in the background, not really intruding on what I'm working on, um, is a lot of what I listen to when I when I prep stuff like D and D. But sometimes I'll throw on like Guns N' Roses or something ridiculous like that if I if I'm in the mood for something really to pump me kind of up. Um, but that's usually like just a lot of music I listen to just in general is that is that type of stuff. Um, I don't have a very big musical education, unfortunately. Uh, yeah, so I'll, that's what I was going to ask. So my questions were going to be like, what kind of music do you listen to? Like there, there's a there's a lot of music out there in the world, right? There's so mm -hmm. many different genres and types and, and, and all kinds of things. So I, I consider myself to be a, a fan of all types. of music. I'll listen to fucking anything if I like it. So I could go from listening to like, I could go from listening to like a score or a soundtrack or from, from, from a soundtrack, like, like you, like you said, I could go from listening to something like that till I can go from like, I can go from that to like fucking like old school hip hop, or I can go to like fucking hardcore metal, or I could, I could, I could listen to fucking johnny cash or i I guess to anything right like I, for, for me mm -hmm. as long as if i if i like the way it sounds and everything i could go from one thing to another like nope so I'm like when I work, mm -hmm. so when i listen to some or like when i'm working on like let's say i'm like photoshopping something or i'm video editing or i'm you know i'm doing whatever that that i'm doing right at the time i could just have i have like playlists on spotify that i could just listen to and like it'll it'll play like a bunch of different music it'll it, it will depend right like you can just you can go like i said from one thing to another like real easily um so yeah for me i listen to all types of stuff um it just depends on like the the the, the what i'm feeling at the moment you know i, I can listen yeah. to music and, and like for me since i'm i'm mexican i have like i have like a playlist of music in spanish that i'll listen to you know what i mean so I have something like that. I have like, you know, I got like '80s music and '90s music and just fucking random. I I can listen to fucking the the bad lip reading Star Wars songs. They're like Bushes of Love, or something, you know, like <laughs> they're so good. Like, I could go from that to like you know Metallica or like fucking uh, whatever, dude. Like fucking Biggie or like you know, I, I have my music tastes are wide ranging. I know not everybody's like that. I, for some people, they uh. Like, I don't know how much, I don't know how true that is nowadays, but I remember, like, back when I was in school or whatever, you'd have, like, you know, you'd have, like, the, 
you'd have like the the emo kids or like the scene kids or you know the goth kids or whatever right and they listen to like one particular type of music and then you got like you know you got the homies wearing the baggy jeans and you know they, they have their ass hanging out with the you know with the fucking with the chonies <laughs> out and shit right you know because they got the pants, the pants hanging low or whatever and they you know obviously they you know they listen to like you know hip-hop or you know rap or whatever right and everybody's got it's funny how like music works like you have a particular style of something and then the person that listens to that kind of stuff dresses in a certain way again i don't know how i think nowadays not so much because i think i think nowadays more people are are just like they're they listen to whatever right like like, yeah. like for me like i said like i i i dress the way i want i, I dress the way i would I like to and i want to and i listen to whatever the fuck i want to, you know because i i like very various different styles of music i mean like I, when i mean whatever i listen to whatever like i listen to classical music i listen to fucking reggae i listen to fucking uh fucking baby metal fucking <laughs> just uh, basically you could name off just about anything and i will probably i probably either either listen to it or have listened to it or have heard of it or at one point yeah um, um and yeah and then and then yeah like scores and soundtracks i have like a whole playlist of that like you know so much good music from there so fuck man i fucking we listen to just like look uh, listen to the star wars soundtracks repeatedly yeah. all the time fucking course, all the I mean, time those, those I always are, have like rogue those are, one those are always good, you know? yeah. Yeah, yeah um i will say just just talking about music and different genres is like so when it comes to like genres right like I know the basics. I know like rock or metal, but then each yeah. of those genres have a bazillion yeah, subgenres. Sub and like, I don't understand the differences between a lot of them at all. I'm just like, like this. This is very different. Like, oh, like, 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 mm -hmm. like, I'll give you an example of something. Like, there's, again, I, I brought up baby metal earlier. So, baby metal is a Japanese, um, like, girl band which they mm -hmm. have like created a subgenre called kawaii metal which basically means like cutesy metal or whatever the fuck you know so mm -hmm. they kind of blended in the styles of like metal and j-pop together to kind of create their own style of, of thing That's so if cool. you've never heard if you've never heard baby metal like they they're this group currently consisting of these two japanese girls in their early 20s but like they used to be like a girl group of three of them and they were like, they started like really young, like when they were like, like really young, like they were teenagers, right? Like there's this one song in particular that anytime I mention baby metal, I, I, I am curious to hear people's thoughts on it because it's called Headbanger, right? It's called mm -hmm. Headbanger by Baby Metal. Uh, and you have to find the live performance of it because these girls, dude, if you've never seen that, holy shit. I... Like even if you're not like a fan of the music, like you have to appreciate the dedication and like the just sheer amount of energy that these three young teenage girls have to their performance. They're these little like cutesy girls, fucking rocking and jamming out to this hardcore metal, dude. Like if like Josh, if you I may I may it, have it on right now. Actually, so, <laughs> yeah, turn it on. Watch it. Watch it, listen to it. I don't know which one you're listening to, but you have to watch the Legend uh, ninety seven. That's uh I think that's the one I have up with. Baby Metal Headbanger Live at Legend 1997. Oh, Populous. hang on. I got I got the other one open. Let me open this one. Watch that go. one. Dude. 
dude, watch that and then and then talk to me. Like that is fucking <laughs> hardcore, dude. Like just just listen to that. Like listen, watch, and then and then talk to me. But anyway, there's like you'd be amazed. Like they're just little like teenage girls just jumping around all energetic like and shit on stage and shit. And like the choreography is on point and like fucking the main singer is Sue Metal, I believe. She She's got a heck of a voice, dude. You're like, what the hell? Like, you wouldn't believe some of the stuff this, this girl does. And it's like, it's just incredible. Like, like so I, 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 I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and be honest here. I have never in my life once been to an actual concert. For as much as I love music, I've never actually been to a concert. But when you watch, like, that music video or, or that live performance that I just told Josh to watch, you watch that and you see how energetic not only the performers are, but how crazy and hype and amped up the crowd is. Because they have a big ass crowd if you watch that video that I'm telling that I told Josh about. They are into it. I'd like, be tired like five minutes into this video. Could you, could you like imagine the amount of energy, hype, excitement like it is to be in that arena and just like fucking having the time of your life just jamming out to this fucking music and it's like it's it, it it's so so like i don't know what the word for it is but it's just like it's incredible man it's like wow like i've never it's something that i've ever been a part of like i, I but i can only imagine how, how that must be but anyway that that's yeah that that one song that i that i told you about is just one example of like how like crazy and and amazing like just music can be like the way that like again at the time of of this live performance the girls there are still teenagers so can you imagine these three little teenage girls just i don't know but the, they've got the entire yeah. crowd they're yeah. just eating it up right the like they're just of, into it the amount of power and control these three little teenage girls have over that fucking massive crowd <laughs> oh, yeah it's it huge is insane it's bonkers dude and, and guess what dude that's the power of music right there man yeah that right there is a terrific tune because if you can have these three young girls have so much power and control and just if, if, if you can have a crowd go as crazy as that crowd did like that's that right there is what music is about man. um and it, it's it's phenomenal it, it's 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 incredible like i i Music to me is just one of those things that like I I have music on in the like in the background a lot. Mm -hmm. Like if I'm like I, I tend to have it on a lot like if I'm like just like multitasking or like like even if I'm just playing a game, I'll have music on like in the side in the on you know in the background, right? Yeah. Or sometimes I'll have it on while I'm in voice chat, just like have it on low in the back. Um, because I just like music, you know. I like listening to it. I have it on it, you know, most of the time. A lot of the time, I I just listen to the music. Anytime there's a new soundtrack for like a new movie or something, like literally the other day, the Kong versus Godzilla soundtrack came out, and I was like, "Yo, I'm gonna set, I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave voice chat for a bit. I'm gonna listen to this entire soundtrack, and then I'll be back." Because that's <laughs> just how much I like music, man. I, I like, I like hearing and experiencing these new sounds, you know, for the first time. Like if I'm listening to something for the first time. Then I like to listen to it like fully, like without any other background noise or anything. Like, I like yeah. to soak in and, and take it all in for what it is, like as 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 great um, 
as great of a uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like with little little distraction or little any other background noise in 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 the you know behind. Like just I like to listen to it as pure as possible. Just me and the music, right? Like you just you yeah. listen to it, you hear it, you you take it in, you soak it in, you 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 hear something and maybe you like it and maybe you don't, but you know you're listening to something for the very first time, and never again will you have that experience of listening to that again for the very first. Time. That's why I like to just listen to it, like without any other anything else in the background. Yeah, it's you 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 only get the first time the one time, so that's true. Uh, yeah. So baby metal's dope. <laughs> they are. If, if, yeah, if, if you've never listened to baby metal, Josh, they they are they are hardcore, man. They are they are badass. My uh, musical knowledge is very limited, right? A lot of my taste in music comes from my dad, right? So like growing up, I get that because a lot of my musical like, taste came from my dad as well. Like I yeah, like I I remember like growing up listening to a lot of like Led Zeppelin because that that's mm-hmm. like. I think that's like my dad's favorite band, Led Zeppelin. He loves Led Zeppelin. So he like like Led Zeppelin, Metallica, um, yeah, a lot of like a lot of stuff like that. I remember listening to growing up. But anyway, mm-hmm. I I I I, I uh, interrupted you. Go ahead. No, no, no. That's cool because we're all talking about you know music. Um, so like a lot of my dad is like ACDC, a lot of um. Or Akadaka, if you're in Australia. Um, Akadaka. Good old Akadaka. Um, uh, Leonard Skinner and like fucking... um, Oh, why am I blanking right now? Journey and shit like that. Like, And fucking Meatloaf. I love Meatloaf. Meatloaf is a bomb. Um, um, The food and the the singer. Um, So like a lot of my... (laughs) A lot of my musical taste is stuff like that, right? Because that's what I grew up with. Um, and Queen. Oh, my God. How can I forget Queen? Dad listened yeah, to Queen, Queen a Queen, lot. Queen is a huge one. Yeah, same here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Queen is another, another big, um, big one for and then and, and like Journey and all that and stuff like that. And then and then just like that's where just a lot of what I. So when I listen to music, I tend to listen to all that stuff that I, I grew up listening to. And not really branching out to try new things, not on purpose, just like I don't know where to start or anything See, like, kind of like what, that. What I would recommend is like if there's like a specific band or sound you like, like let's say uh, let's say you listen to your music on Spotify. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you go on like Spotify, you listen to like a band. Um, either you can create your own playlist or you can just go on like the like band or artist page. And if you like scroll down a bit, it'll tell you like these, you know, are similar to this and you can kind of like branch out from there. Right. Because if it's something similar to what you already like, then there's a chance that you might like this other band or artist or, you know, singer Mm -hmm. or whatever that you, you know, sounds similar to the one that you like. And, you know, you just got to give them a shot and you never know if you like them or not. Yeah. So that I, I like that's kind of what I would recommend, you know, going by that. Uh, do going about it that way. Like I, yeah, I have. There's so much, so much music that I enjoy, like that I like, and so many bands and artists and musicians. And again, I, I've I've said it many times, but I can listen to just about anything. And yeah, even T Swizzle, I, I I can jam out to some T Swizzle. Yeah, cool. I like I like T Swizzle. Um, I fuck T Swizzle, man. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but yeah there's just there's just so i to me i just feel like there's just so much good music out there why limit yourself to just a small amount of it yeah 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 um, and there may be something that you listen to that you may not think that you may think you may not like but if you give it a shot you might be surprised with you know your results there like if you you know you may end up enjoying it for what it is um yeah i don't know it's just you gotta you gotta you gotta give things gotta give things a shot sometimes branch out from what you're normally you know normally listen to because i'm also the type of person that like if there's a song that i really like or a couple of songs that i really like i will blast that shit on a repeat till i am sick of hearing it like i will just repeat that same song or two or a few like over and over and over again. I like them so much like when i first discover them or something mm-hmm. that's the kind of person i am and then i'll just be like all right add it to the playlist or whatever you know um but yeah like the, that's the last the last new like band that i learned about was a, they're called dead planets and they do like rock with synth wave and very sci-fi typey music um which which i really like um i really i've really kind of gotten into like the synth wave stuff uh, um, and synth in general, just because of like, as we're just gonna sound like the Stranger Things kind of opening, kind of kind yeah, of uh, g- gave me like a whole two new genre of music almost a little bit that I never I really mean, messed with before. The Stranger Things, the Stranger Things intro is pretty great. Yeah. Um. So I'm like, oh, what do you call this? Uh, like the very first time I, w- I watched it, I was like, oh, that's cool. Let's check this out and see if there's more stuff like this. Um, so, yeah, that was like the last new like group artist band uh, that I had uh, really learned about. Um, yeah. and, and that was fairly recent, like like a month or two ago. Um, I recommend checking them out. They're cool. They're on Spotify. Um and the way I found out about them, it's what's really funny is uh, there's a Dungeons and Dragons game I watch, and one of the uh, players oh, on damn. it is in the is in the band. In it's the one band? of the players nice. in the band. Nice. <laughs> so uh, nice. uh, I was like, I'm gonna check out the band, and I just like I started listening to it. And I was like, this is pretty dope. I like this. Um. um but but yeah, I need to. I want to branch out and listen to more types of music. Um, yeah, it's yeah, it's always it's always great because again, you never know find that you potentially be the next thing you love to listen to. Right, it's always yeah. good to, to branch out and explore different avenues, genres, mm-hmm. things of music. Because there's a lot of great music out. There. So much, like I, I shit, I discover new stuff all the time, man. I'm, wow, this. Is- when the and then, and then not only that, but just to like interrupt real quick, no, you could also go go back and rediscover music that you used to listen to that you no longer listen to or whatever you know. Like right. there might be a song that you used to love that you forgot what it was called or you forgot what it was or something. You're like oh man, I used to listen to this shit all the time and I just forgot what it was or time or rediscover it and you like man I love. It. Yeah, I was just gonna say growing up. Uh right, like I have I have two older sisters and they were bigger into music and they would always be like, This is a new album's dropping, we gotta go buy it, right? Like I was never I was never like that growing up, really. Yeah. Like I liked music, sure, but I wasn't like I was always more into movies or and like TV shows. But what I loved growing up 
was um uh the the disney soundtracks right like we've all talked about our favorite disney songs before like i love uh fucking hercules there's a lot of there's a lot of great disney songs dude there's so many good (laughs) ones there's so many Mm -hmm. even like some of the modern disney movies have great music i love obviously for obvious reasons i love the coco movie and Mm -hmm. soundtrack it's good it's good uh mulan has a really good soundtrack mulan is dope we just lion king aladdin has a great soundtrack you mentioned hercules uh beauty and the beast has a good one uh i mean yeah they there's a lot of these ones that have really really great music Mm -hmm. yeah moana is another good one i haven't seen moana i need to oh dude uh, you haven't oh uh -uh. man i need to watch that yeah you gotta check it out man um yeah, you definitely got to. Uh, uh, another thing that kind of sticks in my mind is Kubo and the Two Strings. I really like to the the music in that, obviously, because he's traveling around with his uh, a guitar thing in that. Yeah, like for me, I kind of when it comes to like scores and soundtracks, I kind of mix in movie music, TV music, and gaming music, like themes all together. Like I have like my own mm-hmm. playlist of that shit all together. So I have like the Avengers theme. The theme from Jurassic Park, fucking Lord, you know the concerning hobbits from Lord of the Rings, and Batman theme from Batman. There's like I have all like Stranger Things, and you know the ecstasy of gold from the good and bad and the ugly. Like this, I have like a just so many like there there are so many great themes and soundtracks and composers and stuff that you know you could just have a a, a great time just going through the. An entire like, just massive list of things. Yeah, um, these composers are incredible. Hans Zimmer, Bear McCreary, um, John Williams. You know, like I'm, I, and then like I love like more, more recently like the, you know, soundtracks like Red Dead Redemption. You know, Woody Jackson. Oh my goodness, the house Bill building Elm. song. Yeah, the house building song is phenomenal. We love it. We love it. We talk about it all the time, but we love the house building song. It's I so really good. It's really, so catchy. Really I'm so glad they finally released that because I was waiting for that forever. <laughs> I legitimately love that song. It's so good. Um, what's funny is that I work out, uh, obviously, uh, sometimes, and uh, that is when I put music on the most because it helps me cheat right it gives me like energy and strength that i didn't realize i'd have um yeah uh but the truth is when i listen to it i'm like i have no idea who this is but i like the song and then i'll look it up I mean, afterwards and stuff like that i mean we, like, we we've joked around like like playing the wonder woman theme like doing your laundry or fuck something yeah right? like, the wonder woman theme oh, is God. incredible that should get that i, I tell you guys that the Wonder Woman thing never fails to get me hyped because that that shit is incredible. Whether mm-hmm. it's because there's there's different versions of it. Like there's like is she with you from the from BVS? Um, there's um, Wonder Woman's Wrath from the movie, and so there's like different variations in, in the animations of it, but they're all just as good. And you're like that one. It never fails to get me hyped. Um, and yeah, and then Paula in the chat's like, uh, I save. 
scores and instrumentals for reading because mm-hmm. it makes it that much more grand. Yeah, that's I'd imagine that's a pretty good idea too. Yeah. Like you're reading something and you listen to something else in the background and it makes it even that more hype and epic and grand and you're like, holy shit, this is incredible. Yeah, ag- agreed. I mean, that's why I save this the th- uh, or I'm not gonna say I save it just for that because I listen to it all the time. But like when we're prepping D and D and stuff like that, like like if I'm prepping a Star Wars game, I'm gonna have on that damn Star Wars soundtrack, like all of them going and listen to my favorite ones, depending on yeah. what I'm going for. Like like we all know, like just love hearing the the Force theme, and that just takes you back to watching that movie and inspiring you to uh, going out there, right? Like, like the big the big theme for the Twitch channel, my Twitch channel for a long time was like the Burger Time Diner, right? So I had a I have a whole playlist of uh, what you would hear, what you'd hear on a jukebox at like a diner, right? Like like yeah. all that like fucking La Bamba with Richie Valens or uh, um, uh, <laughs> Papa's got a brand new bag with James Brown, you know, like like uh, or Chuck Berry or any of that stuff, Buddy Holly, yeah, all yeah. those all those classic. Um, Musics, uh, yeah. songs. Yeah. Uh, so I love some of that old stuff too. That's a lot of fun. I say old. It is old, I guess. A lot of it is. Yes, Fucking the... <laughs> your boy Fats Domino, right? <laughs> like, yeah, dude, Fats Domino. Yeah, I listen to old music like that too, bro. Like, no, like, no mm-hmm. lie. Mm-hmm. I, I, I got music from like the sixties, the fifties, and. I got old. I got old shit. I even have a couple yeah. from the forties and thirties, dude. Like I listen to like I listen to old stuff too, man. I got a lot but of stuff. I got a lot of Elvis let's stuff. Not, like, let's not forget about <laughs> the classics. There's a lot of good stuff too, man. Yeah. Um. Yeah. There's some some really 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 good stuff in there. That 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 mix. There's a lot of like bands from the sixties too that I listen to, like. Like I'm not the biggest fan of like the Beatles, but I know people like like the Beatles. Like I like some other songs, but I'm not like. Um, yeah, I'm, I, I'm not a huge me, Beatles guy. For me, the band for me for the '60s is the Doors. I love the Doors. The Doors are are my are my that's that's my shit right there. Like, I could listen I could listen to almost damn near any song. Jam out to. Mm-hmm. So, so for me, that's kind of like. That's I'm just I looking love. at bands from the '60s now, and I'm just saying like the fucking I The mean, Who, shit. Led yeah, Zeppelin. You got, <laughs> you got CCR, dude. CCR is great too, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, like there's, there, yeah, so much good stuff, dude. The, the yeah, monkeys. Zeppelin, you mentioned already. Yeah, the monkeys. <laughs> Jimi Hendrix. Um, there's a lot of a lot of great bands from the '60s. Rolling Stones. I'm just looking through. I'm like, man, who who else is from the '60s? Zombies, uh, dude. You you ever listen to them? Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude. The zombies, the Yardbirds, the Mamas and the Papas, the Turtles, <laughs> Creams, man. Fucking, you ever listen to Roy Orbison, man? Shit. <laughs> There's a lot of good music in the '60s. Yeah, a lot of good music. But anyway, yeah, the, each yeah. each era has like so much good music that you could find. You, know? mm-hmm. you just gotta you gotta give it a sh- give it a shot, give it a try, and see if you see if you like it. No, that's fine too. But you know, at least you give it a shot, right? 
Um, yeah, there's so much good good stuff out there. So much good stuff out there. It's it's honestly incredible. Yeah, you, I just if you start going down like the rabbit hole of music and like how far it extends and like certain art like genres or artists or bands influence these others and it's like they all interconnect in some way or another you know yeah um one thing i was gonna say i was just wishing that i was more educated on just the history of music in general because uh like i was telling you about dead planets like a band like that in the 90s would be like signed almost immediately to big multi-million dollar contracts, right? Because music in the nineties was just huge, huge, gigantic. Now more modern music is like, you have to be something like super unique and super special almost to get it for me to know you, uh, in a way that I might know you in the nineties, right? Like, like everybody knows the Backstreet Boys. Everybody knows NSYNC. Everybody knows Britney Spears, like all those, all that was huge in the nineties and, and like everywhere modern me trying to find more modern music is really hard. Cause I'm like, I don't, I don't, I don't know who's good right now. <laughs> really? I don't know who's new. I don't know their history or any of that stuff. Like, it just seems like yeah, history you. in general in music is like modern music is super saturated with a lot of different types of music, a lot of different bands, a lot of different groups. Um, that makes it kind of hard to to find uh, newer newer types of uh, musics, um, which I don't think necessarily is a bad thing. It's just like it's just like back in the nineties, it was like super easy to know who was uh, um, the cream of the crop. Yeah, right. Like, gotcha. And like, it's like there's tons of smaller people nowadays that don't get that are great. But they don't necessarily get signed to big contracts with studios or or things like that, you know. You also like nowadays, like anybody could like become a SoundCloud rapper, or you know, you, mm-hmm. can, you can throw your music up on like YouTube, or whatever. You can get this that way. Yeah. So it's a lot easier for you know people to put themselves out there nowadays. Mm-hmm. This is I'm... different times. This is different. Yeah, times. it is. It is. It's it's fascinating to me. Um, I wish I was kind of better educated on it. Uh, Paula says, nowadays music needs to be catchy enough to trend with apps like TikTok. You don't need to be signed to have such a huge following. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Exactly. So that's kind of what I was mm-hmm. referring to, like, you know, like mm-hmm. with my previous statement that like, yeah, you just, you don't, you don't need to be huge. Yeah. Cause nowadays, yeah. All you got to do is be on TikTok, on YouTube, on SoundCloud, on whatever the fuck. And, you just, yeah. Washington's <laughs> <laughs> comment. It's like that one joke. Y'all already know who it is. It's like, no, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, the SoundCloud rapper. Uh, Y'all know who it is or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Mm. It's true. It's true. Yeah. It's like, you know, Lil, Lil Shoestring or whatever the fuck the rapper name <laughs> is. Right? Like, I mean, dude. I you laugh at that, but like there's rappers nowadays that have these ridiculous ass names, bro. Right. I'm like, I'm like, what's your name? It's fucking like young grease stain or whatever the fuck. <laughs> I, I I made that up. That's obviously not a real that's obviously not a real person. I mean it might like, be. <laughs> maybe. 
and and if and if not, somebody might steal that, and you're welcome. There's your rapper name. It's it's stupid as hell, you know. Yeah, little bottle cap. Little, yeah, little, little bottle cap. Yeah. Um. Yeah, exactly. Like there, there's these there's these ridiculous names, but yeah. And then yeah, to be fair, yeah, I mean, yeah. What what Paula is saying is 100 percent true. On the upside of that is we these uh you know people with actual talent uh would be harder to discover and find out you know 100 100 percent yeah no no arguments there that is it's true for sure yeah it's just it's just easier to put yourself out there now you know? like on youtube there's a lot of amazing people that are just not not even just like music but like putting together like all right they're singing the verse to this song but they're making the sound effect with their throat also with this song with another version of like acapella stuff like like on youtube and that shit is like it's crazy talented to me like uh, it's it's um it's really cool it's really cool um it's also cool that we're doing a show about music which is something we've always kind of wanted to do um yeah, I mean, like I said, it's tough to do these kind of episodes sometimes because we can't really like play music or anything. But you yeah, know, at least we, at least we can talk. Um, so since this episode is called "Terrific Tunes," what are some of your favorite tunes? Like, what is what are some of your go-to songs that you'll like? Like, no matter how many times you listen to it, or or, or you know how you know whenever you listen to it, like, let's just say for example that no matter how no matter what's going on like you listen to this one particular song and it just transports you back to a time of good memories and times and mm -hmm. that kind of that kind of deal you know like what what are what are some songs that um that you're, that you're all in that way uh one and dead or alive by bon jovi um okay. absolutely one of my favorites um uh free bird with leonard skinner Everybody knows Freebird. It's fucking long AF song, but it's uh I've listened to it so much over the years. It's probably a song I've listened to the most over the years. Freebird. Um, Freebird, man. Um my dad's played that one so much growing up too. Um And there was a time where I was really hooked on Guns N' Roses Sweet Child of Mine, where I'd listen to it. Sweet Just child of mine. mine. Right. Remember when Guitar Hero come out and we were all had oh, Guitar Hero and we I, were playing okay, the so, shit out of it? So I never actually owned Guitar Hero, but I had cousins who did. Right. And like I, I'd like go over to their house and we'd play like Xbox and like Smash Bros. And you know, we're talking like early 2000s at this point. Mm -hmm. uh, and yeah, they'd have like the fucking rock band and they'd be jamming out and, you know. All that stuff so yeah i i remember rock band yeah and we would all be playing trying to play fucking through the fire and flames of dragon force with the fucking just and you just can't keep up with it uh but i i remember like my dad would play that game with me like there's good memories of those songs and playing games with my old man right like a lot yeah. of just uh man what was all i'm, I'm gonna look this up really quick what was all on like the first Guitar Hero game? Let's look at the oh, soundtrack. I don't know. That's, that's a that's a good thing to look up though. Yeah, and then also Paul also this. brings up something good in the chat that like there there can be like musicians that come up with sounds for things that you're like, wow, that is like really creative. Uh, mm -hmm. 
she 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 states that Billie Eilish in one of her songs used the sidewalk signal as a beat. Like just using stuff like that, you're like, man, that is that is real. That is damn creative. Dragon Force homie spent all their musical talent in one song, and now it's a meme. <laughs> I think that one I of their know. does it isn't one of their guys a Twitch streamer. I feel like he is. I don't know to be honest. I don't, um, I, don't I don't I don't follow any of those dudes. I just know the song to be fair. But I feel like I heard that one of those dudes is um a Twitch streamer uh here on Twitch. Um I am not sure. Uh so I think this is the soundtrack from the first guitar hero. Okay, yeah, so yeah. So. What all right, so yeah, name them off. What's what's the first So we one? had we had Ace of Spades by Motorhead. Okay, great song, um, yeah. Bark at the Moon by Ozzy Osbourne. Um, uh, Cochise by Audio Slave. Okay, yeah, yeah. Cowboys from Hell by Pan- Pantera. Pantera, yeah. Uh, um, Crossroads by Cream. Uh, yeah. Fat Lip by Sum 41. Um, Frankenstein by the Edgar Winter Group. Uh... Godzilla by Blue Oyster Cult. Um, sure. Oh, Don't Fear the Reaper so good. Um, don't Fear the Reaper, yeah. It's great yeah. Um, Heart Full of Black by Burning, Burning Brides. Hard rock band, got it. Hey You by The Exes? Is that how you say their band name? E-X-I-E-S. Hope I'm saying that right. Higher Ground by Red Hot Chili Peppers. Um, uh, I love rock and roll by Joan Jett and the Black Hearts. Um, nice. I want to be sedated by the uh, Ramones. The Ramones, yeah. I want to be uh, sorry. Uh, infected by Bad Religion. Uh, Iron Man by Black Sabbath, obviously. Um, Killer Queen by Queen. Jesus more than a killer. feeling. In Boston. Yeah, more than uh, a feeling. Fucking I love Boston. I forgot to name them off. That's girl, one of the bands growing up. Um, uh, no One Knows by the Queens of the Stone Age. Uh, Sharp Dressed Man by ZZ Top. Love that that's fucking good. song. A, yeah, yeah, dude. ZZ Top, that, bro. ZZ Top and that song is so good. <laughs> um, Never go crazy about a sharp dressed man. man. Um, Smoke on the Water by Deep Purple. Um, yep. Spanish Castle Magic, the instrumental, the Jimi Hendrix experience. Interesting. Mm. Um, Stellar by Incubus. Symphony of Destruction by Megadeth. Um, Take It Off uh, by The Donnas. Take Me Out by Friends Ferdinand. Of course, of course. Yeah, Texas yeah, yeah. Flood by Stevie Ray Vaughan. Thunder Kiss 65 by White Zombie. Unsung by Helmet. Yet, uh, You've Got Another Thing Coming by Judas Priest. And Ziggy Stardust by David Bowie. Oh, they had some bonus songs, too. Cool. But yeah, man, I remember playing the shit. I remember remember playing Smoke on the Water a lot in that game. Oh, God. Guitar Hero and Rock Band were like huge there for like a little bit and then they just fucking died. It's so weird. Yeah. 
I remember at one point they came out with like DJ Hero too or some shit. Mm-hmm. I played that one. Uh, it was all about those peripherals. Everybody wanted those uh, guitars. The guitar and the drum. D- drums. Nobody, nobody in my house ever wanted to sing because none of us can sing. Where the fuck? <laughs> in those <laughs> games. That's funny. Um, uh, but yeah, uh, fucking music is dope. Love it. Yeah, music, music is fantastic, and there's so many different. Uh, you know, there's there's so many different types of it. Mm-hmm. You can never. You can never like just for me. I can never just stick to one thing because there's too much different, too much great stuff out. There. Yeah. So yeah, like definitely, like I would recommend to you, Josh, just can go on Spotify, listen to some stuff that you already like, and then like go from there, dude. Just start exp- you know expanding and exploring your you know taste into other bands and. I'm going to start including oh, like albums my. I listen to on the things I've been up to list. Yeah. Like, I mean, you know, like goes. Yeah. I mean, it applies for everything. Like, you know, you just throw them in there, man. Listen to more baby metal. Yeah. They're great. <laughs> dude. They are. They are like, they have some really good. Uh, uh, you have any other questions or anything else you want to talk about? Uh, let's see. So do you have like a particular, like, I was gonna say like a particular like era in music, but I don't I don't know if if you do or not because there I mean again there's like a huge there's just so much good music out there I I know it can choose like 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 I know you mentioned like '90s music and stuff mm-hmm. but like there's just there's so much out there. Hmm. 80s 70s 90s Shit, I don't even I listen from I listen from like all of it though, right? Like it's hard to pick yeah. one genre. Yeah, no, mm. I'm kind of the same. I, I it's tough to choose like one era of like like let's let's say the nineties alone. Like there's so much good nineties music, like like for me, like there's like you know, Alice in Chains and Tupac and Biggie and like mm-hmm. fucking Nirvana and The Cure and like just there's so like fucking Wu Tang and like so much, so much good stuff in there. I'm just sitting here looking, and it's like so much, so much music, so many bands. There's, there's a lot. There's, there's a lot of good stuff. Sublime, man. You ever listen to Sublime? Oh. <laughs> it's System of a Down, Tribe Called Quest, old school hip hop, you know. Fucking Van Halen, dude. Yeah, I was. Uh, I did listen to System of a Down in the in the era that they were playing in. I think, right? Or at System least of in the like yeah. 90s, 2000s, yeah. yeah, yeah. I went through a period where I was listening to that and like. I love me System of a Down. I do like System. Of a Down. Uh, um, Lincoln. They I listened to Lincoln the, Park uh, a lot back in the day. Oh yeah, Lincoln Park. Yeah, mm-hmm. Lincoln Park is good stuff. Um, and that's yeah, when music. I found music that wasn't like related to like my dad, right? Like, 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 uh, yeah, started, like, find, like my old man's not gonna listen to Lincoln Park. <laughs> <You know? Yeah. laughs> like, yeah. like that's not his deal. 
but like yeah, Loki. Loki in the chat brings up Foo Fighters, another another good band. Yeah, yeah, Foo Fighters. Um, the Killers is another good one from like the two thousand the two thousands. I'm just trying to look through to see like Muse. I really like Muse. Mm-hmm. And then, like, I for also me, like, like I, uh, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, I was for me, like, I listen to hip hop, so I, I, I had like Lil Wayne and Kanye and Lupe Fiasco and, you know, J. Cole. I listen to, I listen, again, I listen to all kinds of stuff. But you could just mention something, I'll be like, oh, I listen to that. Paramore, Muse, Green Day, there you go, Paula, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I you know that one Paramore song that was in Saints Row Two that would play all the time, fucking Misery Business. <laughs> that song is so damn catchy, dude. I I used to play Saints Row Two like a lot, and then that song would come on the radio, and I'd just be like, "Yeah, dude, fucking Misery Business, let's go." Um, yeah, dude, so much stuff. So, 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 just such a wide, like, and then, like, not, so not only is there like a wide range of stuff, but like, you can have a musician, like, let's bring up T Swizzle again, right? Mm-hmm. We're gonna use, we're gonna use Taylor Swift as an example. So, you can have an artist that starts off in one genre of music, like, Taylor Swift was originally like a country singer, right? Yeah. And she's moved on to like a more pop style nowadays. So, she started off at one point. And over time, she evolved and progressed into more of a pop, you know, kind of thing. Um, and of course, she can still go back to her roots and go back and, and, and do country stuff, right? But, uh, but yeah, she, you know, you can have an artist start off in one genre, then do something, they end up doing something completely different, or they can like experiment and go into different. I remember like in the two, late 2000s, Lil Wayne was a rap is you know he's a rapper he typically does like rap stuff but then like in 2009 or something he like experimented and did like a rock album or something that was that was bizarre let me tell you <laughs> uh yeah so yeah there's there's stuff like that as well where you have like an artist and start off one way and then they you know try other things and they either succeed or don't or you know, it is yeah. what it is. The, the ex- experimentation. So music is a uh, is a dude. When Majin, I didn't want to remember that, but thanks for bringing it up. <laughs> <laughs> look, at, look at Shaq rapping, dude. Oh God. Uh... You know, it's funny that you say that, but nowadays, like there are rappers or there are basketball, like there's NBA players and, and basketball players who can rap. Like I don't know if you guys have ever heard of Damian Lillard. He is a professional basketball player for the Portland Trailblazers. And he can actually he can actually spit some bars, man. Like I think his his rapper name is Dame Dalla. So if you ever, you know, if you're into that, he's he's pretty good. He he definitely is not like Shaq, where he, you know, you got all this money from playing basketball. And you're like, oh, let me just make a fucking rap album. Nah, bro. <laughs> you, you, you actually gotta have the talent to do it. <laughs> oh, man. So, do you okay? So we we've made the uh, we've talked about 
Smash, let's see. Smashing Pumpkins, Young the Giant, Post Malone, Mr. Kitty, RYX. Look at that. Chat's naming off a bunch of bunch of mm-hmm. pretty reckless. SYML. There you go. Put it in the more... Discord. Send it to me. I'll listen to it all, chat. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> here's something interesting, chat. Let's let's give Josh some homework. Let's, oh let's, god. Uh, <laughs> let's let's come up with a list of bands and music and, and we'll have Josh listen to it and then next week he can come back and report on it. Hang on, let me get a card to write this down on. Cause I'll forget, let's, you know my memory. Let's ex- let's expand Josh's musical tastes. Do it, hit let's me. Give, I'll listen to anything you want. Let's let's give him some some stuff to listen to and he can report back on it next week. I got my pen. So if you want so jot it down, chat, write it down on Write it down there, and then we'll he'll he'll do his best to listen to these things, and he'll report back hit me. next week. Hit me, guys. Hit, hit him with with the music. Um, in the meantime, I also want to bring up. Um, we already know that we like listening to scores and soundtracks, but like, there's other there's other music that doesn't have lyrics in it that is like instrumental or like you know we mentioned earlier like uh, you know I don't know just uh like edm or like i don't know something something that doesn't have lyrics in it like is there anything like that that you like listening to that's not like from a score or a soundtrack or anything like you mentioned the well i mean i i kind of guess that the uh the stranger things theme fits into that but like is Mm -hmm. there anything like else like in that vein or in that style or anything that you like listening to like for me, I can tell you, I can give you an example. I like listening to like Daft Punk. Yeah, like I like Daft Punk. Are, yeah, like Daft Punk is great. You know, they got like uh, stuff that doesn't have lyrics in it, but it's not like a score or a soundtrack. Music, to, um, like you know. I'm sure there is, but nothing that like sticks into my mind, right? Yeah. Like, um, I'm not. Why am I writing this down? I'm just gonna I'm gonna make a doc on my desk and paste the bands in it. That's what I'm gonna do. That's easier than writing shit down. Homework, right. titled homework, but yeah, I can't. Um, I can't think of anything off the top of my head, but I know I have. I have listened to stuff like that before, like um, okay, where it's just like you know the instruments and and or synth or whatever in the in the back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I gotcha, I gotcha. Okay, I was yeah. just curious. Since we're talking about all different kinds of aspects of music and whatnot, there's so many mm-hmm. different. Books. Oh, there is one thing. Let me see if I can find it really quick. Because, as you know, I'm someone, and this is to everybody listening, that suffers with a but I have terrible anxiety, right? A lot of the time. So music is a good way to deal with dealing with anxiety and, and also in a way of falling asleep, too. So, like, there's a song... It's like a series of of little music that is like they've scientifically looked into it before um that like like that really helps ease your anxiety and helps like helps you fall asleep and I'm trying to think of yeah. what it's called um is it like a YouTube channel or like let me see if I can find it all right. All right, all right. Yeah, so I you, think you got some uh, you got some names already in the chat there, bands and songs for you. Majin has a song for you. Nina's the mm-hmm. Cobra. It's called um, "Waitless." Uh, Waitless by 
Marconi Union, I think is what it's called. I'll, I'll put yeah. it in the chat. So okay. while back, I was having really bad anxiety. And this and this could be a placebo effect where I was like, I was looking up something that would help me just relax. Yeah. Um, but but that's what I listened to. And it, honestly, it felt like it helped me with the uh, with being able to chill out and relax a little bit. Um, oh, wow. I have a bunch of things I need to copy pasta here. Um, all right, Majin, I'm going to type that down. And I'm going to put your name by it. So if it's bad, I can tell you it's bad. Or <laughs> uh, I can lie to you. I also know to lie to you that I have. No, I like it. It was they good. Also, also, Majin <laughs> is tagging you on Discord. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, tag me in Discord, too. That's a good idea. Um, yeah, feel, feel free to do that. That's fine. Whatever, whatever works. Loki, if you want to... Uh, repost your song on Discord because I don't think it copied in the in the chat. Um, uh, feel free to do that. But yeah, um, speaking of anxiety and like music's music is a way to tap into like our emotions in certain ways, and there are some songs that really hit you hard, and you'll listen to them when you're sad, uh, because sometimes you just want to be sad, like. Like I think feeling sad is completely normal, right? Like, like it's sure, we have so, to deal yeah. with and process these emotions and not like bury them inside, right? Yeah, and, um, and then like yeah, like listening to a particular song or a particular type of music can help you out through that. Yeah, yeah. So time, um, you just gotta go. You just gotta go through it, man. Mm-hmm. For sure, hundred percent. I, I agree. That's just that's just facts. That's just facts. Um, but yeah, I uh, I use. Like, yeah, like if I'm thinking of like a D&D scene, like I'll put on like sad piano music because um, I think the piano is really dope and like it makes some really great music. The other day we were all sitting in Discord. And I don't think I told you guys what I was watching, but I was watching videos where like. You know how in like certain like travel areas, they'll just have a piano. So if somebody that's like. Well versed or knows how to play, it can walk up and start playing songs for people. Well, there was like professional musicians that were like in disguise not really in disguise but they'd go up and play like an entire album of queen just on piano and like they would get crowds that gathered and stuff like i was i was watching i was addicted to that the other day i went in like a deep dive for like that hidden hidden i'm actually a master musician but i'm playing this music for you guys and you don't realize it like kind Mm -hmm. of thing it's like when there's like um, people at like you know the subway or whatever, just like you know playing mm-hmm. music and whatnot. You know, yeah. Mm-hmm. I gotcha. 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 I have another. I, so while everybody else is suggesting music to you, Josh, I have a suggestion. Okay. There is a there is a YouTube channel, or you can find them on Spotify too, I believe. They are called Postmodern Jukebox. They are a like, it's like a group that like plays modern music in old timey fashion. So you can have oh, like, cool. um, they'll have like fucking, I don't know, dude, like sweet child of mine. And they'll play it like in like a fifties version of that. Or mm-hmm. they'll have like, black, they'll have like black hole sun. They'll have like the piano version of that. Or you know what I mean? Like, dude, I have a friend that cannot listen to that song because it fucks with it. <laughs> he thinks of that music video and it's creepy. yeah so like they play like newer songs and they'll like like do them Mm -hmm. like in a old 
old fashioned type deal. So I, you know, take take a look at that. And let me know what you think because I I, I yeah. think personally that kind of stuff was really interesting. Like taking a yeah, more, more cool. modern song and like redoing it in an older fashion. It's just interesting to see like mm-hmm. the mind the mind of these musicians. Like how do you transform this song? Like that's more modern, and how do you make it into a version that would like play it like a like in a noir scene, like you know from back mm-hmm. in the day? You know what I mean? Like yeah, like, stuff like that is really cool, dude. To me, so check that out as well. Let me know what you think of that. Um, will do. The opposite. The opposite is also true. Where somebody will take an old thing and they'll make a metal version of it, right? Yeah. And like I've listened to a bunch of stuff like that before as well. Like, or uh, like somebody will take a, a Castlevania theme from like the va- games, right? And they'll make just yeah. a badass metal version of it. <laughs> yeah, I was. You reminded me to bring up this dude called Samuel Kim on YouTube. Yes, he does like these like epic versions of like these themes from like you know, he'll he'll combine like I think he made at one point like the Mando and the Red Dead like style theme. I was like that. Is yes, awesome. he's really good. Like stuff like that is just phenomenal, right? Like, like it's so good. So no, he, Samuel he Kim's great. So sh- shout out to Samuel Kim. Check him out on YouTube as well. Uh, yeah, he's got like the Force theme and like you know Imperial March and this and this and that and they combine together and like it, it, there's some really cool stuff on there that you, if you know if you're into like themes from like movies and TV shows and that kind of stuff and. He, he like combines them together or like makes them like more grandiose than, grandiose than they, they usually are and like it's really good stuff so so check that out if you're into that as well uh but yeah that's yeah some good stuff good stuff i also want to shout out another youtuber that i like to go in and listen to uh do talk about so she'll listen to a song like nightwish or, or sorry, uh, the band I should say. Uh, her uh, her channel is called the Charismatic Voice. Um, and she does like breakdowns of like all the um, uh, of the songs. And I've posted her, I think, in your channel before. Um, uh, she is a scientific and practical guide for all things vocal. Um and dispel common myths and help people learn how to use their speaking and singing voice better. I believe she's like, um, like an actual opera singer or something like that. I can't, I don't know her exact details to be honest with you. Um, but check her out. She's great. The charismatic voice. Um, and she, she's got songs on there from like, like hurt by Johnny cash. Oh my God. I forgot to mention Johnny cash. I love Johnny cash. I brought him up, dude. What happened, man? I, I don't know. <laughs> I, well, no, my brain's going in a million directions. Johnny Cash. Love. I, I'll listen to Johnny Cash over and over and over and over and over and over again. Like, it's great. Like, I'm not, like, usually the biggest fan of country music. Like, that's one genre of music, that country, that I'm not, like, mm-hmm. super, like, a fan of. But I, I will listen to some Johnny Cash because he's great. Mm-hmm. Also really like Lindsey Sterling. Um uh the 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 violin player yeah 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 i was i know who she is yeah um <laughs> moshin <laughs> uh but yeah man there's just i am a fan of like 
grabbing a particular song or type of music and then like transforming it into something else if it works you mm -hmm. know because sometimes sometimes people try that and it doesn't work but like when it works it's like that's pretty great that's pretty great that's pretty great that works out you know yeah um yeah uh yeah there's just there's so much good stuff out there man like like even just like listening to like some guy like do a metal version of a song with just him and his guitar you know mm -hmm. like fucking bohemian rhapsody the metal version or never gonna give you up <laughs> version or you know whatever dude. fuck me bro yeah. i listen to power rages metal versions too <laughs> like, yeah find yeah, the most ridiculous thing like whatever. um yeah it's funny how like so we've talked we talked about classic cartoons in an episode previously but some of those yeah. 90s and 80s and 70s cartoons had just some of the most metal, badass opening themes for music. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. We haven't, we haven't even brought up, yeah, like themes of like, like, yeah, stuff like stuff like that, dude. There's there's so mm -hmm. many good ones. There. Like, I'm just going to say it. I love the SWAT Cats theme. All right. Like the SWAT Cats theme was so dope where they just they, they solve every problem by shooting a missile at it. But I love the SWAT Cats theme song. The Thundercats theme! Bruh, the original Thundercats theme? That shit's dope. Yeah. Thunder, 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 cats. You know, that shit... That yeah, shit man. also was really good growing up. Like... Uh, yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah. I also, yeah, I agree with, with Paula as well. There's like, you know there's music that has like a different vibe that you'll listen to at like different, you know, like mm -hmm. you can, yeah. Like on a rainy day, she said she had like a rainy day playlist, you know, and then there's like, you know, just chilling like in the, you know, like, like, like as if you were like at a concert or something, you know, like, in, yeah, you know, yeah. Like it, it's it, the power of music, man. Music is, is just, fantastic man it really is it's, um, it's it's nothing like it you were you were said way early on in this episode and i meant to talk about it that you had never been to a concert i've actually been to a couple yeah um, I've, I've actually I, i've never been to one uh it's something it's, it's one of those things that i haven't had the the uh, the opportunity of uh of, of of doing but yeah so go ahead talk about your experience so which well, ones have I, you been to? How, how many? Go ahead. Talk so, about so mine were never like they weren't like gigantic concerts that, that like it was solely for this. Like they have the fair in town here, and they'll they'll have bands there. Like they'll have a lot of it's country because it's the South, right? So they'll have a lot of country bands. But I remember having like like they had the Charlie ba Charlie Daniels band there like every year at the fair, and I would always go to that. And I have like they would they would throw out like the the sticks they were playing drums with or guitar picks, they would throw those out to the crowd. We have some um, for all of these uh, different bands. But Charlie Daniels is like the one that always stood out in my mind because I always remember him um, there. Um, just a lot of a lot of country stuff. And it was fun, but but like it's not like I was in like this big amphitheater or auditorium thing anywhere and saw like a big giant band kind of. They were like little mini concerts kind of deal. Um. Uh, but yeah, those are like my experiences with like 
we would get you could get your shirts and stuff signed by the bands and stuff like that too um huh. like i think they had uh, the band blackhawk there i don't know if you they were country music so obviously you're probably not into that but i remember them being there um my mom was huge into them. You gotta remember, this is back in the '90s, so like, I was young going to concerts. Nah, I got you. <laughs> it mostly nah, went because nah, like my my mom wanted to go, but like, um, but yeah, those are like my. This I don't have a lot of experience with it, but they, that's like the only, that's cool. only I ones you. I have. Yeah, um, but I remember it being fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, and then uh, Debaba brings up a little memory of hers, like when she listens to a, like a particular artist, in this case Mariah Carey, that will take her transport her back to the '90s of you know, just vibing with her mom in the car and that kind of stuff. So that's cool too. Like when there's like a particular, like I mentioned it earlier, like you know, if there's like a particular song or an artist or a band or something, any a musician of any kind, mm -hmm. that like as soon as you listen to it, like you just you, in your mind you get transported back to a certain time or a memory or whatever you know? yeah that's just you know the the power of music dude the, the the ability that certain songs can can have on you man it's 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 crazy it really is it's cool it's cool um any any other questions daniel any other suggestions chat make sure you hit me with them because i'm gonna yeah. So again, for those of you who missed it earlier, we're gonna be having Josh do some musical homework. We're gonna we're gonna have him listen to some things. So if you want to suggest music for him to listen to, put it in the chat, put it on the Discord, hit him up, and then he will do his best to listen to as much of it as he can, and then we'll report yeah. back next week and let us know what he thinks. Yeah. If you're if so, you're listening to this on like the, the Spotify or whatever, tweet at me too as well. Like you can get me on Twitter as well. Um you hit me wherever you want to hit me with stuff, I'll listen to it. I don't care. Uh, just don't hate me if I don't like it. Because <laughs> uh, hey, I can be kind of particular. He's uh, giving it a shot, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't think I really have anything else to add. Like we said, like, like I'm not well-versed like Daniel, unless Daniel's got more questions or... Or more things he wants to chat about. I mean, he's kind of we kind of we kind of went through a good amount of of things, you know. We we don't want to go too deep into anything because you know I feel like if we do, then we might have to start listening to some stuff, and we can't really right. do that, on, you know. Mm -hmm. But uh, but yeah, we we got some stuff for you to listen to, so you know, hopefully next week we can uh, we can talk about it. You know, we can talk about some of that. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, um, but yeah, I think, I think the yeah. Speaking of next week, Daniel, do you want to tell the folks what next week's show is? Do I want to tell them what next week's is? Uh, because uh, I believe it is. Yes, next week we'll be film. talking about a particular film that we'll be releasing, and that is a such film that I mentioned earlier that I listened to the soundtrack. Uh, Godzilla versus Kong is releasing soon, so we will be talking about that on the next episode of the podcast. So stay tuned. Oh, I'm excited. Yeah. Keep an eye out for that. I'm 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 pretty hyped about that. Especially Reviews are coming out. <laughs> yeah, especially I'm having rewatched the 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 movies again, like very recently, I'm 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 excited. <laughs> yeah, episode sixty nine. Yeah, nice. Uh, yeah. Yeah. 
Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. So, yeah, get ready for that. That'll be on the next one. That'll be next week. So, uh, but yeah, I All think right. that'll do it for today. We, you know, had, a, had right. a cool little, had oh a nice little conversation son. about music. If it's you so want to talk to us about more music, feel free to hit me up on Twitter or Discord or Josh as well. And uh, yeah, I'm I'm more than happy to listen or listen to and talk to music with you guys because I am a lover of music and I uh, will listen to. I'll, I'll give most things a shot, you know, because I, I you know I'm open to a lot of different uh, genres and varieties of of music. So definitely, uh, definitely hit us up with that stuff. So yeah. yeah, that'll do it for today, though, guys. Let's do our goodbyes. All You're right. up, Daniel. Thank you. Yes, you right there for watching us on today's episode 68. Terrific tunes. Uh, next week, we'll be back with some more uh, movie talk. Uh, we'll be talking about Godzilla versus Kong, like I said. And uh, yeah, man, I- I'm very excited about that. Like I've been saying, recently rewatched the movies again. So pretty hype. I, lis- I listened to the soundtrack already. And I and I enjoyed. There was some good. There was some good tunes in there. Some good tracks. Uh, I'm excited to see them uh, incorporated into the rest of the of the film. Uh, but for, but anyway, uh, for the rest of upcoming for me on stream, I'm currently going through the Rise of the Tomb Raider. Uh, I'll be playing some of that tomorrow. So, so join me for that if you're interested. Um, I'm very very much enjoying the, the Tomb Raider reboot. Uh, it's really really fun uh lara croft is a badass and that is all thank you for joining me guys i'll see you uh next time follow me hit me up on the uh you know the panels here at the bottom you know twitch.tv slash dt3 youtube also dt3 and instagram dt3 stream and there's the same thing for twitter so hit me up uh yeah always always good to talk to you guys but anyway have a good one everybody see you guys next week Bye-bye. All right, guys. Oh, God. Look at this. I got a light mustache. Check it out. I'm sorry. That was dumb. Uh, uh, um, Thanks for watching the show, everybody, and thanks for the musical homework. I will get back to you next week. If you're wondering why I'm sitting out of, like, center focus, it's because the light is shining in the window, and it gives me this big, giant, bright place on my face. It looks weird. Um, The mustache uh, of light. The mustache of light, yeah. That's gonna be my uh my final my final fantasy game, the mustache of life. Uh like um no, uh I think I'm gonna stream tomorrow. I think I'm gonna I'm I'm having to decide between two different things though, and I haven't made the choice yet. Um it'll either be the disco Elysium um uh the big final edition, whatever they're calling it. I can't think of what it's called right now, but they're adding like voice acting 100 percent to it, and that comes out tomorrow. But so, uh, Evil Genius 2 comes out tomorrow, and I'm super interested in, in being Dr. Evil and taking over the world in that game, um, for those of you that have never uh, seen it. So uh, come by the stream tomorrow, maybe. Probably, if, um, I, I don't know what time I'm going to get up. Probably around 12 p.m. And then we'll just go to however long we want to. Um... This podcast is now available on Spotify, so make sure to go and follow or subscribe to it on there. Um, please, the link is in the chat. So if you're not doing that, please do. Um, 
It helps us out a lot. Um, and it was one of our goals to get on there. Um, and also, I need to check about getting this on the on the on other on the other platforms because I I'll be honest with you, I forgot. So I need to I need to do that. Um, thank you for all the musical homework. Thank you for Daniel being my awesome guest uh, guest co-host. Sorry, I was thinking next week we're gonna have a guest, but we're not. I don't think. Um, uh, and we will see you all next time. Bye-bye.